extra, extra, read all about it. Take a gander at Turbuckle Tabloid. Five, four, three, two, one, zero, ignition, liftoff. Let us bow our heads. Moment of silence. For the one that we have just lost. Sleep in peace. Whiskers. What's, what's his name? Leo. Oh, Leo. <laughs> yeah, look at Leo. Our Father, who art in heaven. Yeah. Hallowed be thy name. Yeah. Thy kingdom come. Yeah. Thy will be done. Yeah. Get you, the did, fuck did out you, of my house. Did you like the cat? Did you like him? Well, did the well, no, matter of fact, did the cat? Is my like, wife listening to this no, week's show? No, did the cat like? No, okay, let me rephrase that. Did the cat I did like, like the cat. Did the cat like you? Yes, he did. <laughs> I thought he was gay. The cat, honestly. No, a, the, well, you had a gay cat. I, I think so. I don't know. Can animals be gay? I'm not sure. You know, there is a are large, they progressive? Like uh, there is a large <laughs> debate about that. I heard there is a debate about whether animals can be gay. I, I like, think so. I think my dog is gay. I like the cat, and the cat liked me, but I didn't. Why would you think you know, the cat was gay? He liked me more than, than females who came to the house. Uh, just Danny just had a uh, loss in his family, unfortunately. Um, Big loss. He had, a, he had a loss in the family. It seems as though that um, Leo has uh, gone to a better place. Um, he's with, with God right now. A better place, which uh, is not my house. <laughs> <laughs> he's, um, you know, you know, you ever heard the the the, the scripture footprints, the, the the poem footprints? No. When um when when I walked and I saw footprints and I walked side by side with God and then some uh, some footprints it was just one by itself and I asked God why is there footprints where it was alone? It was because that's when I carried you, child. Mm, that is really deep. That was deep. <laughs> So there's one called uh, Paul Prince where <laughs> I, I knew we were in the deep show. I knew we were very no, superficial. No, no, we, we're not going to be woke this week. I'm going to be woke. But apparently, Leo, um, you're in a better place, sir. May, may, may God hold you in the highest esteem. Rest in peace. You were eight years old. Tabby cat. You brought much love to the family. See you later. You, you know how sincere he is. <laughs> Just Daniel hits me up and he's like, "Yeah, bro, I'm sorry I can't come through. You know that the, my cat died and you know I got to be with the wife." And I'm like, "Oh, you know, you know, be with the fam, son." But in my mind, I'm like, "Oh, I got such jokes about this. Oh, great. <laughs> so, what the cat die of? What is it? He actually had cancer. He, did, he had yeah. lupus. He had lupus. He had cancer. He had cancer. <laughs> and apparently, he had throat cancer. Yeah. He was yeah. a heavy smoker. He had cancer." <laughs> I think he had colon cancer because the cancer was in his tail. Oh damn! Yeah, that that's tough. Yeah. C- so can they give cats chemo? They <laughs> can. Where they lose? But lose daddy, all the fur. daddy's not paying for chemo. <laughs> they lose all the fur in the ass. Yeah. <laughs> all the ass fur is gone. Yeah. Cat chemo. So he's gone. Oh, I'm sorry. Dan. How much? How much? How much was it that you had to shell out for um... euthanization and ashes? Four hundred dollars. But you did say before the mics went on was that the cat actually wasn't dead when you brought it to the the um the, the 
the kill spot. Like, <laughs> is it the kill spot? Is no, it? his last jab at me was to <laughs> go into a coma, <laughs> not fully die, just go into a coma, still lightly breathing, and to make me pay for the final euthanization. It was the big mm-hmm. foot in yeah. your ass? Yeah. <laughs> that he, son of a bitch, Leo. Oh, Leo. But I got the last laugh. <laughs> But wait, you brought it to the vet? Because apparently cats don't have nine lives. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> apparently it, it did because you brought it early on and they, they, they suggested that you cut the tail off. Yeah, antibiotics brought him back. Oh, shit. Mm. Yeah. Leo. So They guaranteed you another bill. Why didn't you snuff, yeah. why didn't you snuff out the cat in the car? You could have just like did like some good like goodfellas shit and like put the ice pick in the neck. A lot of things went through my mind at this point, Jay. You could have you could have really you could have like put the cat out of its misery early, son. Like if it's comatose, it's like, yeah, we're gonna charge no, you four hundred to put it out. Know, like, I, I I'll really, be back. I really believe in karma, so I feel like I got the, only a shank. Thing, <laughs> the only thing that kept going through my mind is that if I kill this cat, somehow, some way in the iron jungle that is New York, I'm going to get killed by a lion. <laughs> <laughs> I just had that feeling. It's like, karma. like you know, karma. Female, uh, feline karma. <laughs> die by the pussy. You live by the pussy, die by the pussy. By the way, guys, welcome everybody to another episode of the regular season sportscast. I am your host, Jay the Red Santa. Just Daniel in the building. And we're sitting here with... Uh, Steve Port, Believe. Port, portly gentleman. He's a port. <laughs> My man has seen himself some uh, Thanksgivings and some pennies. And yeah, sure. B- big without the toe. Big man. Big, big team. What's your name, bro? Steve. Steve what is? Steve Believe. Steve, Steve Believe? Yeah, oh, I, I like that. Know. I, I know Steve Believe in what? That um, dinner's coming soon? Like, <laughs> <laughs> he's a good looking guy, though. I ain't going to front, though. Ladies, he's taken. So if you're into portly, barely looking guys. You're off the market. Sorry. That's a fetish out there. It is shit. Bears? They're they're very <laughs> it's hibernating season. Yeah, Cuffing to- season, so I so I know by the youngins that they say. Yeah, very warm. Be sure you check us out on all social media outlets. Check us out on Facebook on the like and group page. Check us out on the regular season sportscast. Check us out on Instagram at regular season sportscast. Also check us out on the Twitter at RWJ Santi as well as on the YouTubers at the Regular Season Sportscast. Also, check us out on RageWorks.net is where you get everything under one umbrella. Why go anywhere else when you could just go to RageWorks.net? You want comic books? Check. You want movies? Check. You want sports? Check. You want wrestling? Check. You want porn? Not yet, but we're working. We might be working on that. I, I actually want to. Might want to get do, that. I'm on the site every day. You got Pornhub. You got FQ.com. You can go there anywhere. Else. But other than that, you get everything under one umbrella at RageWorks.net. Come on, man! Don't leave. Don't don't don't, don't even play yourselves. Don't have the bookmark. Nothing else. Just get that there. So, guys, uh, we haven't, we haven't seen each other in two weeks, and uh, it's been a lot going on in two weeks, man. It's been a lot. Uh, a lot of sports news. A lot of sports news. A lot of sports news. Personal life, I got to say that um, it's still shit. <laughs> mm. it's no, still shit. come on. What's going on? Nothing. It's just still, you know, I'm still struggling with the life of being, you know, a single father. No, actually, I had to, I was, uh, um, when you when you told me that you weren't able to make it, I was actually sick. I took the fucking flu shot. Mm. And, you know, do you, are you guys mandated to take the flu shot at, at the job? Yeah. We are. He just yeah, took it today. I, t- I took it today. He so. had to bend over and, and <laughs> all his head. <laughs> they had to wipe the alcohol on your ass. <laughs> Lucky oh, you. Oh, man. He has the official sticker of the flu shot. <laughs> oh, man. When, when I, because t- I took mine at my, uh, at my personal doctor. So I don't know, because oh, you're, you're fancy. Yeah, right. 
It's like Dr. Ying, thank they you. They got it for free in the in the hospital. <laughs> no, what it was is that I was there already, so I was like, you know what? Fuck it, you know, let me just do it. But you know, the thing was is that when I usually do it at the job, I'm good. I haven't gotten sick from a flu shot since I was a kid. Lucky and you. um I got um I, I was at the I was at the doctor's and said, you know what, let me just fucking take it here and I'll bring the letter and say, yo, this and it is what it is. So fucking do it. And I was already like under the weather, but not crazy. Like I just had the sniffles. Like two days later, I was donezo. I was fucking fatigued. I couldn't. I called out of work like two days in a row. I was like, "Yo, this after is the crazy. flu shot." After the flu shot, you see, because the flu shot is actually injecting you with the virus. That, that, yeah, that's what it does. Yeah. It's like tuberculosis when you do the, the the TB shot. How long were you sick for? Uh, I was sick for about four days. You see? Ooh, that morning, that morning, because uh, I went I, I, Sunday morning. I got actually got, I had gotten up like about maybe like four o'clock in the morning from resting. Too early, and I, yeah, because I had I had, mm. been, I had slept for maybe almost like nine ten hours, mm. and um, I got up like four o'clock in the morning, and I was like, you know what? Let me just go to the gym and work this shit out. Let me see if I can sweat it out. Good idea. And I went to the gym. I went. I worked out for about an hour or so, and I felt a lot better. Mm-hmm. I was still still woozy, and I had to go to work the next day, but it was better. And I went to work, and it was, but it was like, fuck, man, this was a pain in the fucking ass, man. Shit. Yeah, I can't work sick. No, no. It's weak. Can't focus. If you have the energy, it's always a good idea to try to sweat it out. Yeah. But a lot of times when you're sick, you just don't have the energy to do that. Yeah, that's what it is. It's, it's, and it's such a pain because it's like, I don't usually, you know, if it was something, okay, I, you know, in Spanish we say, tiene churrea, like I got diarrhea. Yeah. Now I'll deal with that. But it was just like fatigue. I was tired, especially the line of work that I do. I got to be up and physical because if something pop off, I'm fucked. I but, like being sick. You know? <laughs> yeah, I actually enjoy being sick. Are you one have- of those guys that get pampered? Oh yeah! Oh you yeah! I mean, pussy. I, oh, I, I, I I actually like. I don't have to go to work. I don't have to deal with my family. I get waited on hand and foot. I actually have a bell that I keep next to my bedside, so to use, so that the people that Wait, I take care of all year. I want to see if it, does the bell sound like this? Wait, hold on, I'm gonna find it for you. Doesn't. <laughs> Does it sound like that? Well, that sounds like I'm about to go into the twelfth round of a championship fight. <laughs> but uh, I got the little dingling bell, Honey, and, uh, <laughs> baby. You know, I like being. Can sick. you can you put more uh, potatoes in the soup, please? Please, Man, some soup, some soup, please. It's, it's the only reason to drink henny because it clears my throat. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm a big believer in alcohol when you're sick. It oh, kills. It yeah. kills everything. Hell alcohol yeah. and antibiotics. Two fakes. Nothing bad will happen to you, especially you with the two fake. Two fake is like, ah, dinner, dollar. I put rum on. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. That's the point. That's the Spanish shit. Put put rum on it. We rum on it. Steve, yeah. what's going on? Um, we said you have a girlfriend. Yes, I do. Um, do you do 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 you watch porn? Yeah, a lot of it. Um, <laughs> not a lot. Not a, not as much as before. Before you pre girlfriend. Yeah, pre girlfriend. How long you been with your girl? Probably like I lose count. Probably like he didn't even two. know how old he was, and I'm you asking. See, him how I long find ago. that I've watched no, you, more porn that I have. Net, <laughs> really? No, you know, for straight you know? facts. Though. No, I live day by day. Sometimes I lose track of time, but for me, mm, not less. You watch less porn? Yeah, less. Wow. But I still do though. It's, mm, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta spice it up though. Do you watch it? Do you, do you like? I'm I'm older now. Like I'm probably the, the elder statesman in this room. I don't even know porn stars' names anymore. Like back in the days, I used to know like Vanessa Del Rio, fucking. Um, she was a dot. Uh, <laughs> aren't they See, all he dots? He doesn't even know. No, some, <laughs> some are really nice ladies. Oh yeah, yeah. He doesn't even know who Vanessa Del Rio is. Nah, we're yeah. talking about the big frizzy hair, black and white video. Oh, with the, with the hairy. Oh yeah, <laughs> bush on both places. Yes, yeah. Bush everywhere. I, I grew up in the pinky era. 
Okay, yeah, you were more Ooh, pinky. pinky. Yeah, nice. more pinky. That's like I, I, I was like, uh, uh, what was that? I had I had Houston. I had um, I'm gonna say I'm on Jenna Jameson. That was like my era. Um, now I don't even know their, their names anymore. Now, now I'm searching categories. Okay. Oh yeah, big butt. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. What was it? Pog, fat ass white girls, yeah. <laughs> BBWs, grannies. Uh, <coughs> I think I said too much. I've, have you ever watched midget porn? Senior citizen. Nah. Never watched midget porn. No. Oh, I've, midget porn is a shit though. I'm, I'm, that's my dream. To have sex with a midget? Yes. She doesn't have to get on her knees. <laughs> but you see, that's the mis- misconception about it. They got also have fat asses too. So it's like they're very stoutly built. <laughs> they're, they're stacked. I like I like a little I like a little little head. Where's my rim shot? I got a rim shot for that. For midget porn, you gotta have a little God. rim shot here. Thank you. <laughs> gotta have that there. But um, Danny, when you when when you're when you're surfing the the web for porn, what is your category of choice? I don't know. Nothing too you know crazy. Oh, he's regular. so fucking just vanilla. just just regular mm. vanilla Japanese dominatrix fetish stuff like that on the roof. Porn, you know, stuff, stuff like that. Just one of the mill things. You know. Uh, Anime bukkake uh, transgender porn. Yeah, that's my yeah, shit. Exactly. That's what I, I'm weird like that. Normal stuff. Yeah, I'm looking for sports porn. That'll be dope <laughs> when they create that. Sports start porn. out in a podcast. <laughs> two women walk into a fucking uh, uh, the volleyball players. It's like, oh my god, we had a fucking great game. Volleyball players wear really short shorts. What? Like, and come it really on. turns me on. They're like the most sexiest women athletes. They are. It's crazy. They're tall. They're thick, you know. They mm. they know how to use their arms and their hands and multitasking. And I'm about to look that up in FUQ. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they know how they know how to work. Somebody's probably ahead of the curb in the right guy. <laughs> they know how to work uh, and, and pound balls. It's yeah, it's, shit. They well versed. Daniel got some repressed shit going on over there. <laughs> <laughs> so this week we got months, but like much, much, much to catch up on since we missed off last week. Last week, uh, like I said, we had to mourn the loss of um, Leo. May he may he may he rest in peace. Sleep sleep heavy, young man. Sleep heavy. You're in God's hands right now. And uh, when you went to the light, make sure that uh, you do you do the big uh, middle finger paw to <laughs> to Daniel. Uh, Daniel, I'm, I'm I'm sorry for yours. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um, this week we're gonna be talking about on this week's rant. We got uh, I I, I there was a big. Thing that was happening the past couple of weeks was uh, a lot of injuries that were occurring, a lot of uh, mm. concussions that were occurring in the NFL, man. And uh, I, I was I was kind of concerned because there's there's a lot of transitioning where uh, people in media and as well as fans are questioning whether or not if football is actually getting way way over the top when it comes to the violence segment. So of course, you guys being football guys, I figure I say, well, why don't I ask these jerks what their thoughts about it? And uh, We'll, 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 we'll lead on today. I already have, I, I have, I have a premise of what I want to talk about with this. And uh, I know just Daniel was going to sit there and like, fuck that. You better hit somebody hard. Fuck that shit. <laughs> and, uh, am I, am I going the right way? You're, you're pretty much, <laughs> I'm dead on with you're it. pretty much dead on. Uh, also this week I got, uh, we, we have, uh, uh, talking sports and shit. And also just Daniel, you have your bets this week. I do. Yeah, I do. I and do. of course we have, do we have our closing salvo this week? I do not. No! I do not have a closing salvo. (laughs) I'm very sorry. No poetry this week? No poetry this week. You fuck. No poetry this week. Whatever. All right, guys. When we come back, we're going to have this week's rant and just Daniel's bets and talking sports and shit. And Uh, apparently no poems. No poems. Whatever. 
That's all right. But well, there'll be more porn references. Steven's going to still sit down for a little bit. He ain't going nowhere. Sure, with y'all. Yep. Now, are you enjoying your drink there? It's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. Friday, Friday night, it is. Chime in whenever you want. That's fine. Thank you. <laughs> don't, go anywhere. don't go anywhere, guys. Stick around. Hola, sucios y sucias. I know you've heard of Dr. Seuss. Well, get ready, world, because the lyrical masterpiece is here with Dr. Susia. That's me. Yes, I was inspired by one of the first books by Dr. Seuss. It's called The Pocket Book of Boners. Oh, a bitch could dream. So anyway, I sat down in front of my laptop after one night when my boyfriend Carlos decided to run away with the maid who we called Pedro down to Miami who ended up being a cokehead and stealing half of my jewelry and some of my okay that's that's another story in any case once I sat down in front of the laptop I was inspired no hold all right so the first book I came up with was called the cat and the fabulous hat I see right it sounds nice that bitch is scratch your eyes out here's one part of the book yes I do dress in drag but I am not a oh my I can lay on a mat leg spread be skinny or fat but never fat because I gotta stay slim for my new boyfriend who's coming around but I am the cat with the fabulous hat you should see it when I go to the clubs it is amazing so that sounded good right I know right I get lindo so I was also able to put together other books this is not the only one the other one I came up with was The Grinch That Stole Everything. Ooh, this one is fierce because it's like in around the holidays. It's about this guy named Carlos who had this other guy named Pedro. And they end up going to Miami and becoming cokeheads after stealing all my shit. And, oh, oh, I'm sorry. I did it again. Anyway, I also was inspired by other books. Like, instead of green eggs and ham, I had Huevos Verde y Jamón. It's about these two guys who... Live in San Francisco, one dates a lawyer, the other one dates a doctor, and they both. Yeah, that might be another adult book too, but. But still, kids could love it too, right? Oh, and there's another one I made called One Fish, Two Fish, That Bitch, What Bitch. Ooh, that one is scandalous, girl. You and I need to go know it. It is fierce. Wait till you get to the end. It has like a plot twist, but it rhymes just like Dr. Seuss. So, if you're into. You know, having good times reading to your children and maybe you have a family in which, you know, the son or daughter has two dads or two mommies. This might be the book for you. So take it from Dr. Susia. Te veo. Bye. Dr. Susia's books is now available in audiobook. You can get it at iTunes as well as your local Barnes and Nobles. This commercial is brought to you by the regular season sportscast. This message is brought to you by WWE Hall of Famer Ron Simmons. You're listening to TRSS Sportscast. And if you're not, I got one word for you. Damn! This week's rant. I love football. I've loved football since I was a little lad. I have to say maybe about, about, about eight or nine years old. My, my, uh, my uncle introduced me to football. Uh, he's a crackhead now, but, uh, <laughs> but he's been a crackhead for years. I mean, honestly, like, good man. He's, how you, how you, what? It's 2017. You still smoke crack? Like, who the fuck still, anyway, it's my issues I got to deal with. But, um, 
ever since I was a kid, I watched football, and the one thing that I I, I loved about football was the violence, the hitting. You get, you know, you got a guy coming across the middle, bang, the ball flies up in the air, boom. Uh, you 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 got a guy who's who's coming, the running back is running downhill, and out of the blue, you got a fucking a uh, 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 fumble from from a, a linebacker who who's able to come up out of the side and fucking just jar it out. I I always found that football is one of those last bastions of men being men, Glad the frozen is. tundra, that kind of shit. You know what I'm saying? And now we're looking at a progression of football where it's possibly where it might be a little bit too much. Like it, it seems that. You know with why? The, why is it too much? Who says it's too much? Okay, the reason why I, it, it's being said it's too much is because you have to look at the way the game was played years ago. I, I once I got into football, I started like looking into like the previous eras of, of football. You know the the Frank Giffords, the Y A Tittles, leather helmets, the leather helmets, the 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 old Michigan Notre Dame rivalries type games where sometimes they didn't even play with the helmet; they were just head strong and they had like bullshit ass um. 80s shoulder pad uh, ladies fucking models <laughs> runway shits and you found that their injuries were lesser back then than they are now exactly and, uh what happens now is because of the way that the game is played but via equipment uh conditioning of players way of of uh health and and progression of human development the game has become absolutely more of a Combative and basically straight up is more violence. Bigger, stronger athletes. Right now, you've been a fan for the longest. You, 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 you've you've seen the errors. I was there. I know. I watched. I was. I remember as a kid. I watched Joe Theismann break his fuck both his legs on Monday Night Football. I saw it. Lawrence Taylor. Yeah, Yeah. and even Lawrence when he did it, he was like, "Oh my god, no!" (laughs) Like you, Mm. you did it. Like, but now these days we're seeing more of a more of a progression. It's not even. Injuries to the lower extremities is more the concussion thing. Yeah. This has now become a problem. Uh, I, I'll, I'll, I'll let you go off on it. What, what? This topic really, really gets to me on a personal level because football, like you said, is a man's game. These guys are trained and conditioned to hit one another. Now, you cannot tell someone who's getting paid who their whole livelihood and their whole way – of their their training and their conditioning, you can't tell them to ease up, stop, hold back. No, football is a man's sport. Not many people can play it because not many people have the physical attributes to play it. Now, what I will say is that I believe, I strongly believe that there should not be any contact football until you reach the high school level. Let's just start there. I think it should be flag football in junior high school and and peewee football. I think there should be no contact sports whatsoever until you reach the high school level, the, the high school level, because children's brains are not fully matured. Their bodies are not fully matured. So it's like boxing, right? And MMA, they say MMA is actually healthier to fight. Remember, there was a time when MMA was coming up. It was barbaric. People right. getting knocked out. But who has the Parkinson's disease at the end of their careers? Right. The boxes. It's boxes. Why? Because they take repeated hits to the head. When in MMA you get one clean shot, you're out, which actually might be more safer to 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 your your physical well being. So that's one thing. I don't think children should be playing contact sports in terms of helmets hitting full force. I don't think so. I think it should start at the high school level. That's one. Two, 
These men are getting paid millions of dollars. Some of them are not. Some of them are on practice squads getting the minimum NFL salary is at least six digits, okay? Even if you're on a practice squad, your livelihood depends on on the ferocity in which you play in, mm-hmm. okay? So your job depends on it. They know what they're getting into. They signed up for it. Let them play. Let these guys play. And the NFL for years made its money on marketing these big hits. So what's the problem? They know what they're getting into. They're getting paid handsomely for it. So let them play. I don't know. My my my, my whole thought about it, Steve, you, you're, you're, you're an avid football fan. Uh, have you played football? Not on a school level. Never high school. I used to play playground, you mm. know, lunch. You know what I'm saying? Did you ever get a concussion playing like, like sports like, ever? No. No. You never, you never had to deal with like equipment wise, whatever. Nope, right. never. I used to play semi pro, right? And I always, I always said, even when I played, and I, and I tell people who ever played, uh, with equipment and stuff, I said the, the worst thing that would hurt you, rather than somebody else, is you hurting yourself because your equipment will hurt you. You could fucking your own shoulder pads, your helmet, whatever the case may be, can be a distraction or be a interference on in your game of how you play because. When you're when you're without a helmet, your peripherals more open. When you're with a helmet, when you have it on, it's 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 blocked. So you can your head really has to be on a swivel, right? You have to be on a swivel. Your your shoulder pads, if it's not adjusted properly, whatever the case may be, you can get a hit somewhere and not even know where it's coming from, and it's supposed to have protect you. I always took the game as something whereas you play it, you already know the like like Danny said, you know what it is, you're gonna play it, and you 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 know the repercussions of it. But I also think about it as there has to be a responsibility by the league and also its players. Daniel, I want you to check this out. I'm a pro wrestling guy. I love wrestling. You know that. Yeah. You guys, anybody who listens to the show, I know I love it. In wrestling, there is a execution of respect when you're in the ring. You're in the ring with Professional me. courtesy. Right. There's a courtesy, which is we both got to make money. Yeah. You know, you hurting me, I hurt you doesn't bring you money because once you're hurt you don't work and you don't get money yeah it's done you got that that respect there's a line in which you have to think about whether or not i'm out there to produce and perform and do what i have to do but i also got to keep in mind that there's another individual that i'm on the field with that i have to make money with and i got to tell you that i think the nfl loses track with that because at the end of the day there's a guy that you're going up against and they have to feed their family. You see, but sports is also a kamikaze of life. And in life, you have people who are always going to look after their own best interests instead of the interests of the organization and the group as a whole. So now you have a player such as Avantes Burfitt who's always going to try to build up his own brand, build up his own stock, build up his own character, his own reputation as being a hard hitter, an enforcer, a guy who's going to lay down the law. So now his vested interest is being that man. And it's not, he's not thinking of the NFL in context as a whole. That's why in reality, I don't have a problem with Goodell laying down the law and finding people for these hits because they're trying to change the culture of the NFL. You're trying to protect the NFL brand as a, there's, there's one thing that could bring down a big, the, the NFL makes 13 plus billion dollars annually. There's one thing that could tear down a business that big and it is lawsuits. 
Okay, right. so I don't blame Goodell. They're running their business, but I also don't blame the players for trying to protect and build up their own brand. We can say that someone should have professional courtesy, and then in the same light, based on your perception, you can say that this person is just looking out for their own brand. Is just looking out for their own well-being, trying to build up their own uh, uh, um, ca- character and their own um, stigma of what they are. Right. So it's it's a double-edged sword, and you know I I don't blame Burfett. I don't blame Burfett from the Cincinnati Bengals linebacker who's a hard hitter and enforcer for going out making those hits. You know what I blame? I blame the quarterback for throwing that damn ball over the middle into the fucking receiver. I blame the the um the 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 running back or or the wide receiver who keeps their head down while they're running. Keep your head up. Throw the ball where the where the guy won't get hit. But look, you also and got I don't blame de- but, but Juju also, Smith for laying down Burford on that game. But you also got defensive players who are leading with their head. When you know you have like a guy like Shazier and stuff like that. They, these guys, they they believe that was unfortunate. Yeah, but but these are these are players that also you you've seen you see you've seen this occur. Mm-hmm. Yes, and <laughs> he's like, yes, I've been a part of this. Mm-hmm. Yes, I love I love this conversation. Yes, mm-hmm. no, but um, when you when you're looking at um. When you're looking at players when they're playing, especially in defensive wise, it's like I've never when I played, I never led with my head. I've always led shoulder. My because my whole act, my whole aspect was uh, hit and grab, shoulder and you grab. That's always been that's all. That's why I was when I was coached. That's what we play. It's never been the thing to go head to head contact. I don't understand why this has become now a a a feasible thing to do as players. You know why? Because they have helmets. They have helmets and they use the helmets as weapons. And when you have a helmet on that you feel is going to protect you, you're going to pop that guy in the head. If they go back to the olden days where they were wearing leather helmets, I'm not going to go in head first wearing a leather helmet because now I could break my neck. You know, I'm not saying they should go back to leather helmets, but guys leave with their heads now because they have a big helmet on that they know is going to protect them. I see with me, like I said, I'm one of those things. I'm one of those where. Like I said, I, I'm looking at the theory of as wrestlers do. I gotta, I gotta make money. You gotta make money. If you're off the field, I know you're not gonna make money. But you know, it's been inbreded with them. Like you said, as kids when they play, it's like go out there. You gotta knock them down, put them on their ass. They say if they're not on the field, that means they're not working. They're not. They're, they're not. They're not being. You know, a part but, of their team. That's competition. Yeah. Right. I love how he drops those little subtle things in there. <laughs> He's a very but, thoughtful young man. Very thoughtful. Mm-hmm. But you know, that's 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 how we're that's how they're that they're they're bred. That's how they're coached. That's how they're raised. It's like, listen, you go out there, you make a play, and if they don't come back on the field, that's good because you know what? That means he's not gonna he's not gonna try to beat us. He's not gonna be the, the one out there that's a key player. But you know, sometimes coaches be like, you you see him with the ball, hurt him, hurt him, hurt him. Yeah. But I go with the like I said, with me as a uh, you know as a wrestler, it's like or like a pro wrestling fan. It's like, listen, I hurt you. I can't work with you no more yeah. because you know I I had let's say I, I we have a rivalry or whatever and you're hurt I hurt you I could lose money you could lose it money hurts everyone's everybody money. gets hurt but with wrestling there's there's a factual there's factual evidence that 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 it's entertainment that the phys- the physicality is fictitious it's it's make believe it's it it's a, it takes a tremendous amount of strength and athleticism and showmanship to put on a good show but with physical with with football it's 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 strictly physical it's brute strength it's a gladiator sport it's right. a gladiator sport man against man i just think that the nfl is trying to change the culture 
I understand that the NFL is trying to change the culture. I'm not knocking them for it. But at the same time, this is football. When you have two teams that don't like each other, when you have two teams that are in the same division that play each other twice a year and are vying for the same crown, football, you, you, you see Monday Night Football, Thursday right. Night Football, you see games. These guys talk trash to each other all the time. They don't like each other. Teams that, uh, if, if we're on different teams, and we don't like each other. We got to see each other twice a year. For five years, we played 10, 11 games against each other, maybe more, including the playoffs. We're not going to like each other. We're going to hit each other hard. What did, what did Big Ben say the other day after playing that, um, that game? It's AFC North football. Right. That's what it is. It's AFC North football. Would you care to elaborate? No. <laughs> it's AFC North football. It this is, is what it is. Dude, let me ask you something. I want to get your opinion on this. That was the same week Gronkowski did that people's elbow. On the on the play, that's that was, something entirely different. That was a dirty play by Gronkowski. That, that was it. That was something different. I think he, he went out for himself, which is a terminology in wrestling, which is called going out. And that's another thing that's in wrestling, which is going out for yourself, meaning that you gotta go, you go out there to handle personal business. Yeah, like if you got a beef with somebody in the ring or on the field, it had nothing to do with the play. Yeah, you got personal out there for a reason. I agree with you, and I also think that his favorite wrestler is The Rock because he dropped the people's elbow. <laughs> it was, it also, was a good one. I don't know because you guys don't know. Hey, um, he's actually good friends with a wrestler now in WWE. His name is Mojo Rawling. Yes, and that now they're teasing a. I think promo, he's going to go into like, wrestling. A promo wow. in which an angle which is probably going to lead to um, uh, Gronkowski at WrestleMania again. Yeah, because now his friend, quote unquote, is now a bad guy. He's a heel. So now they ha- they're having like a Twitter exchange. Is that what a bad guy is called uh, in wrestling? A, a heel? heel? A heel, yeah. Really? And a good guy is called a face. A baby wow. face, yeah. You learn a lot here at TRSS. A Go, face and a heel. Put it together, yeah. I didn't know about the wow. face one. That yeah. was good. That was good. I, I, I like that. that was good. I have I like nothing that. else going on in my life. But, um, <laughs> I'm but, definitely know, a heel. Yeah. <laughs> but, 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 you know, another thing was that he only got one week suspension, right? A lot, yeah. I, I they thought like that he should have gotten more. He should, he should have gotten yeah. more. But don't you think that Goodell was setting the precedent? Like, you know what? Gronk did this plate dirty purposely. We only gave him one week. Do y'all think if Gronk didn't do that move? Which was purposely that everybody else on that game when it was um it was um Baltimore excuse me it was Baltimore yeah um since it was uh, excuse me it was the Cincinnati were playing Buffalo in Buffalo that game. It was Buffalo, Buffalo yeah it was it was Cincinnati and Cincinnati and Pittsburgh was the hard hitting game yeah but it's always like that with those you yeah. think it would have been longer suspensions for the few people that guesses that that did guess suspensions let's go for with their the, dirty let, hits let's go with the underlining if it were Gronkowski was black would he have gotten a oh, suspension if he was black would he have gotten the longest suspension well excuse that there, there's never been a precedence for someone to well there has been a precedence like, and Dominican Sue with the kicking injury he's been suspended one one game for that. There was a precedence of one game. Listen, one game I thought was enough. When you suspend a player of Gronk's stature one game, do you know how much money you're taking out of Gronk? You, they, right. they, when you get suspended one game, you're not playing. They take a paycheck. Yeah. They take a game's paycheck. Yeah. He lost in excess of $300,000 just for missing that one game. Yeah, I don't even, care how much money you make. That's a big paycheck. And look, mm-hmm. at Juju even sat there when he was like, oh, I'm missing this week's check. And he's over there in front of his TV watching the game. Like, he was yeah, like, you're a rookie. Yeah. So, they, they feel that. Definitely, so, but for me, like I said, I think that, and and my, not to say that the league should be pussyfied. I'm, I'm not one of those because uh, at the end of the day, I'm standing. At, uh, I'm on the fence because I'm like, I love the hits. I'm there for it. I'm with, but I think that, uh, to be honest, I don't watch the game for for hits anymore. 
I just want to see play. I want to see games. I, I don't. I, I, when I was younger, I was like, "Oh, he got popped. You saw the way he popped that." Yeah, run. that's true because the NFL used to market the yeah. game that way. Right. I, I also don't watch the game for the hits, but best believe I am entertained by the hits. I go, "Oh, wow, damn!" And it's like watching NASCAR. When you watch NASCAR, you don't watch yeah, to see. You, wow, you, you saw how fast he went around that lap. No, you ain't for that crash. You ain't for that crash. You ain't to see a tire going to the fucking stand. I, I, I do believe. Do you guys think? I, I believe the NFL is doing the right. thing. Thing. They're trying to change the culture. They're trying to implement a safer NFL. And I think the NFL is doing the right thing in terms of their business because it is a business. Of it's course. not only a business. It's a $13 billion annual business a year. It's a mega business. It's the most popular TV show on TV. Yeah, but the problem is right now is that you're using it as a fucking stepping stone for a lot of these players who at once they're gone, they're done. There's no protection. I can tell you WWE, if you, you know, for years ago, uh, you had, you know, the steroid problem and, you know, guys who were abusing drugs and, and they, this is what they did day by day to get past the 300 days on a road, banging their bodies on the mat, getting slammed on concrete or whatever the case may be they were doing. But now WWE has a pro- policy to where it's called a wellness policy where they monitor this. And also, if you become addicted to a certain barbiturate drug or whatever the case may be, they pay for your rehab. It's, it's all free. The NFL doesn't have. That's a good thing. They don't have that. They don't have anything in place with the, you know, the players union where once you're out of the game, they like, there's no insurance for them. There's no, well, there's, there's no, now, there's now limited medical coverage limited. now. But now, you know, that. but now you get the CTE, you know, now, now that we're saying that, you know, the, the last, uh, the, the last research, research and fucking, uh, and projections was that. What they said, out of 110 or 109 were CTE fucking constituents? Well, you have to meet a certain quota of number of years. I think it's three years in order to qualify for for medical benefits after the fact. And now you've seen a lot of players retiring much earlier. Well, we've seen guys who were coming in, you know, the life expectancy as, as uh, an, NFL, an NFL player, as in players, uh, career was, you know, between, you know, maybe 10, 13 years. Now it's down, dropped down to eight. Yeah. You know, especially position-wise, you know, running backs are, are no, gone. No, the, the average NFL career is three and a half years. Yeah. That's a fact. That's a fact. And it, it's 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 sad to say, but, you know, and I feel kind of, you know, harsh to say this, but listen, these gentlemen, if I go into the NFL and I make $300,000 a year, if I get $900,000 in three years, I'm sorry. I am set for life. I personally am set for life. I am buying a couple of properties, properties. I'm renting them out. I'm taking money and I'm investing in a side business or wrestling, whatever the case may be. And I should be set for life. And then I can move on with my life. And I've only played three years in the NFL. Well, that's the what NFL I, that, that's provides the you an opportunity. That's the thought process. But you also got to take in, in consideration that you're not guaranteed those three years. You're not guaranteed those three and a half yeah. years because you get one pop, you get one fucking concussion, two. Three a year, you're on concussion protocol. Yeah. You're missing games. Yeah. You're missing, and all of a sudden, you don't know where you, where, you know whether you should shit in the toilet bowl, or shit in but, the sink, because you don't what, know where you at. What, what's the solution? <laughs> exactly. But what's the solution? We can talk here about what's going on right now, but what is the solution? I think the solution is it starts from it starts from coaching. It starts from it starts from in training, in practices, whatever. Listen. Let's stop leading with our heads. We're but not it, doing it's, it's, age. It's, it's starts age. at a, it starts at, at a pee wee level. A pee wee level. It starts yeah. at a pee wee. And like I said, I do. I I strongly do not believe because to develop CTE, you need to. It's 
there's still studies going on in place. We don't know the 100% the facts of it yet. It takes continual hits, continual hits. So I strongly believe that we should not be playing as a society contact football until the high school level, until at least the age of 18 when, well, well, high school is like what's 15, 16, right? Yeah. Well, maybe, maybe till college, maybe till college. Let's implement it right now that everyone plays flag football until college until at least 18 years of age yeah but or you're maybe really 16, gonna 17. you're gonna be fucking up a lot of high school motherfuckers. Let, no no let's implement especially it. in texas they're gonna be fucking yeah the south, the south, the south is gonna vilify me right yeah, now gonna, let's implement it at 16 17 where you're in your junior year of high school and two years left of high school and let's let's start it there where yeah, you're at least close to being you know it's a problem you know what happens you know it becomes a problem with this because now college is gonna be sitting college players gonna be like the college game becomes different now. Well, they'll have two years of recruiting. Softer. Yeah, they got two years of recruiting, and that fucks them up there. You also get two years of experience, which fucks them up there. The whole college game becomes different, which I don't, I'm not mad at. I'm fun I, I, because you're not a big college um, uh, viewer, which I'm not mad at because a lot of those games anyway look like fucking you just throw, threw anybody in the fucking in – the, I could have played college yeah. ball, uh, and, that, 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 and that's real. At any time, it's like, oh, we need a guy who's like, yeah um, – we just need two guys who look good, and the rest of the guys will be like, all right, just you know, make sure they don't get hurt. Yeah. But I think with, with with the long run, it's like we're looking at um we're looking at bringing back a new essence of uh, of training practices and coaching because at the end of the day, listen, you could change your body movement when you're when you're coming in to hit somebody. Listen, you take a two uh, a, a three or four inches to the left or to the right, you're not leading with your head anymore. You're leading no, but with I'm your shoulder. Telling you, as you're a... dropping down a little bit lower. Like it doesn't really like it doesn't. It's not it's not that much to change the mechanic. Understand, but as a man. If someone catches that ball and I'm coming across the middle, I am trying to destroy that offensive player. And that's that's from a defensive perspective. And I've never played defense. So imagine guys <laughs> who play defense. Huh? You know? So I I it's it's gonna be very difficult to change that culture. Oh, it is, it is, it is. But what's gonna happen is once you start hitting a lot of these guys heavy in the pockets, I think the change will also effectively like yo, yo, your little and ten thousand doing a good job of it right now. Yeah, your little ten thousand, fifteen dollar, uh, fifteen thousand dollar fine. You gotta be a little bit more. We gotta start bumping it up a yeah, little bit. Yeah, for re- for repeat offenders, it yeah. is more. All right, guys. When we come back, we're gonna have just Danny's best bats of the week, and also got this week's rundown of what else. Talking sports and shit. Don't go anywhere, guys. These guys are still going to be in the building. Stick around. Hi, this is Alain Moussi, and you're listening to TRSS. Just Daniels coming in. What is the best bet of the week? Ooh. I like this intro music. Very, it's very um, ESPN ish. <laughs> oh, Just, I don't want to be no part of ESPN. No, no, no. You're, you're a Fox guy. Mass sexual harassment lawsuits going. Oh on. no, we'll get to that in a minute. Shit, but just Daniel's in the building. We're gonna be talking his best bet so far. This guy's on a roll. Ever since he's been uh, sitting back with us in uh, the TRSS, and we, we we put the segment on for him. The guy's been what? Ten and three. Look at this shit. That is an amazing percentage, which I don't know because I failed math. <laughs> but that's an amazing percentage. And Do henny math. If henny math. How much? How, how much? How much money have you made so far? I mean, I mean, I don't like. To if we discuss. have to sum it up, I don't like lit. to. I don't, he's lit right now. I don't like <laughs> to discuss how much money. And <laughs> calculus versions. I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I'm doing Carry okay. the four. Bring under the three. Uh, 
No, but we've been doing very well, man. I'm even surprised at myself right now. But um, ten and three, and amazing. Like I always tell you guys, you want to hit fifty percent, fifty six percent of your bets, and you will be a professional gambler. Cover the vig. So it's an amazing thing what we're doing right now. And if we can get this, we're recording live Friday night, right? Of course. If we can get this posted, this will be tomorrow, up by tomorrow. So we're good. Yeah. Yeah. So I. I will stick my head out on the limb and 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 guarantee a two and one at least. Oh shit! Week. So if you put money on all these three games, shit? we we might be good. I have three games this week, Jay. Okay. Now this is this is week fifteen of the NFL. Guys are th- this is. Are this- we still betting heavy on on week fifteen? Or are guys are supposed to be betting heavy like right now? Why not? This no, no, I'm just checking is, because I think sometimes like you, a lot of a lot of betters will start pulling back because now because a little bit more where. Uh, Maybe teams are uh, starting to uh, sit back a little bit more because they know they're not making well, this, the playoffs. This, this is where you need yeah. to have some type of awareness and understand what teams have nothing to play for. The weather for. is becoming a bigger factor exactly. now. And what teams want to make that push. So you are absolutely right. I'm betting three games this week. And primarily, all three games, One, at least one of the teams have something major to play for. Okay. So, you know, you're absolutely right. You have to have... And bet on teams that are vested in winning, so you know it's it 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 suits you better to to bet those games. So ten and three, week fifteen, the NFL season. Let's go. First game of the week, Chargers. Remember, there's a, there was a Thursday night game. There's two Saturday night games this week. Right. You have this is you the, have they the, started the Saturday night rollout. Exactly. You have Chicago at Detroit four thirty, and then you have. The Chargers at the Chiefs, which is going to be my first game. The San Diego Chargers are actually favored on the road at minus one, going inside Arrowhead Stadium, the one of the toughest places to play. Chargers are seven and six. The Chiefs are seven and six after starting off five and zero oh the season. Bus, Man, bus, uh, both, trending these downward. are both these are both must win games for, for, for both, both teams. Of course, yeah. they're, they're both tied for the division. Right. League. And like you said, Kansas City started off so hot. Absolutely. Can any can can anyone remember Week One where they smashed the Patriots? Right. Did Tom like, Brady still have it? That was course. the question. No, that was the question at that time. And then he just, you know. He's bounced back in a big way. Of course. It's, it's been um, he Alex Smith. He bounced back to me in fucking fantasy, though. He bounced back a little bit. Late for me. <laughs> a whole other segment, which we need to open up. We need to open up a fantasy football segment to show. Well, we just got to make sure your cat doesn't die every fucking week. And I can get you here every fucking week. <laughs> we need to open up that segment. Rest in peace, Leo. And okay. Plus, yeah, plus, we got to make sure we get you early on during the week. You know what I'm saying? Make sure that. Uh, Definitely. You, you let's, get, let's get on the fantasy football segment. End of the year. We'll. we'll <laughs> Chargers at the Chiefs. Both teams seven and six. Chargers are favored by minus one. That means if you're gonna pick the Chargers, they gotta win by two. Now remember, when you're betting, general rule, the home team gets three points. Mm-hmm. The home field advantage generally gets three points on a on a Vegas spread. So this means that Vegas believes that the Chargers are four points better. I am buying it. I'm gonna take the Chargers here at minus one. That means I'm picking the Chargers to win by at least two points. I think it'll be a tight game. But wait, 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 they're playing at Arrowhead? They're playing at Arrowhead. I'm kind of be afraid to take that because yes, because. It's a warm weather team playing yes. in the cold in the cold elements. Yes. And next to Seattle, they're the loudest stadium. Yeah. One of the, the loudest US. stadiums. You're absolutely yeah. right. This is why we have this guy on the podcast. <laughs> so young, Steve. So young, so good looking. Arrowhead so will be rocking on Saturday night. And and it's a prime time game. But you know what? Phillip Rivers is a veteran. He's hot and he'll be ready to go. Kansas City is giving up 245 passing yards a game. But, which is, by the way, 
fifth worst in the NFL. And plus, they so had they to fill a lot of they had, fill, they had to fill a lot of holes within their secondary as well. So yes. they then, have exactly they have Keenan. Uh, you got Keenan Allen who's been playing oh, amazing. One of the, the one of the most underrated injuries this whole season was the injury to Eric Berry week one right. against the New England Patriots. This has completely decimated. This was the captain of the secondary. Their secondary, despite having a shutdown quarter and Marcus Peters, right. has completely been. Non-existent. He already, okay? he, he already did a suspension, right? It's over. He did a suspension. Okay. He threw the flag into the crowd. He sat with the crowd for a week. Now he's back. And they signed Darrell Rivas. This is his second week, but I don't think it matters. I think Kansas City wins. Um, no, I actually, I think the Chargers win. Pardon me. I think the Chargers win at minus one by two. Do you know Kansas City has beaten the Chargers in seven straight games? So I'm going out of the limb wow. yeah, by yeah. picking the Chargers. That's seven good... straight games, Kansas City has dominated this matchup. Um, Keenan Allen has over 100 receiving yards in four straight games. I think that Yak is fucking hitting them up a little bit more for him I, to I'm take getting... out. This is a reach game for him. This is a reach one. <laughs> it's that a reach game. game. It's yeah. a reach game, but I got balls tonight. I'm drinking the Henny. It's Steve, privileges. would you take this bet? Honestly, I think that last game against Oakland for Kansas City was a confidence booster. Uh-huh. I think that they had lost five in a row before that game. Yes, I think that's a confidence booster. And um, you know, Keenan Allen, you have Marcus Peters on him. Mm-hmm. I think if he could play good, I think I like Kansas City. You See, know? but this is that's the com- my opinion. He likes Kansas City. That's why he'll be wrong and he'll be owing me money after this game. <laughs> This well, is the common. Right now, but see, this it, is so. this is the common misconception. This is where you have to dig deep, and this is where my superior I would love research to have skills sat in the come bull, in. I would love to sit in the bullpen when, when you guys are talking shit in, in, at the job and see how you. Welcome to the bullpen. Steven, you know why? <laughs> because, we, because you know what? <laughs> Check this out. Going I'm going to give you a stat. He just mentioned Keenan Allen on Marcus Peters. Forty nine point six percent of Keenan Allen snaps. Come out of the slot. Mm. Marcus Peters doesn't play in the slot. He plays on side to side. Because he brings that. He brings that. He plays side to side. So Keenan Allen. Nothing else to do in his house except bury a cat. (laughs) Nothing else to do. I couldn't even kill him properly. That was amazing. Okay. What's the next one you got? So Keenan Allen will only see half of Marcus Peters in this game, which means I like Kansas City. I like Philip Rivers. Keenan Allen. Well, quick question. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off, but um. Darrell Rivas. Darrell Rivas. How much you think he'll play in this game? This is his second week being in Kansas City, his second game. Mm-hmm. I don't think he'll be much of a factor. And until he proves he can be a semi good defensive player again, he he'll be a run of the mill regular guy to cool. me. Right. So what you what, 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 what's the next bet you have in there? I did that one. I would have saved that one for last, but that was real good. But dude, I wanted to come in strong this week. All no, right? That's what she said. Okay. <laughs> you only get one chance. <laughs> the Tennessee Titans. Wow, wait a minute. The Tennessee Titans going into San Francisco, the home that Montana and Bill Walsh built, going into the 49ers. Tennessee and Niners. Niners are 3 and 10. Tennessee's 8 and 5. Tell me who you think would be favored, should be favored in this you game. You think the Titans are? Right? You would think. San Francisco was favored in this game at minus 1. And why? You know why? Because Guapolo has been playing. Because my boy, Jimmy Garoppolo, is 2 and 0 as a starter. Mm-hmm. Been there four weeks grasping Kyle Shanahan's complicated offense, right? Tennessee has a is probably Vegas says the most overrated team in the NFL. If you look at total points scored against total points given up, 
Being 8-5, and five, do you guys know that they've given up more points than they've scored this year? The only team in the NFL to have a winning record to do that? Yes, this is what I bring to the show. Wow. So, and this is the first time these teams have played each other since 2013, meaning they have no scouting report, no quarterbacks to uh, scout against. They they don't know what's going on. Garoppolo has revitalized that franchise. I picked the Niners to be my surprise team for next year. They'll be next year's LA Rams of this year. Um, That's big shit. Yes, I, like I do. Tennessee's right. overrated as well. No, I, believe, I, I know Tennessee is overrated, but... Ten- Tennessee, but I do. I, I still like. I like. Um, I, I, I like Marcus, man. I really. You know do. why you like him? Because you think like me, right? <laughs> so the 49ers are favored in this game. They're in San Francisco, and despite their three and ten record, they're trending upwards. They don't need a quarterback anymore. They don't need to finish last in the draft. They need to show improvement, right? They have limited weapons. Okay, this is a must win. Not only for the Tennessee Titans and their coaching staff, because I can see their whole coaching staff getting fired after this year. This is a must win for their coaching staff. This is a must win for Marcus Mariota. Reports have come out that he is just too quiet. He is a nonverbal quarterback in a position that you need to be a leader. If you're a quarterback, you need to be a leader. You need to be a vocal leader and 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 drive well, me, and, and push it, your it, team. No, no, which there is no I Tim Duncan's that. that have been successful at quarterbacks. No, no, you're right, but it's also a thing to where um, I don't think they've given him the 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 avenue for him to do that. He's still, you know, you you got to have somebody to fuel that fire. Understand? Yeah. What do you mean they haven't given it to him? If you're a quarterback of a franchise of an NFL franchise that makes multi millions of dollars, you don't wait for anybody to give you anything. You, you take can it. say that, but if it's not in your personality, yeah, you I, don't. You're not like that. Name me the last NFL quarterback that's won a Super Bowl that's been passive and quiet and not a vocal leader. Eli Manning. Shit, you got me. <laughs> but they had a. Good, he's one twice. Good point, Jay. <laughs> Damn Giants fans, they get me every time with that shit. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Wait, where's e- my bell at? Where's my bell at? <laughs> Ring that bell. You got me. You got me. Eli. 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 Shit. Eli has a I never see that motherfucker sit there and go Damn. off on the sideline or nothing. He you just sit there and go, oh, we get him next drive. Eli, Eli, Eli leads by example. Eli leads by example. He's go. had a good coach. Think he knows great he's defense. Football field. Yeah. But listen. He don't even take a shit aggressively. He's like, oh, if yeah, it comes out, it go. comes out. I don't yeah. care. I'll be here 45 minutes. Why not? Whatever. Listen, but that being said, great point, Jay. Eli Manning, you're right. That being said, but most most of the time, you need a vocal leader as a, as, as a quarterback. That being said, um, Niners are favored in this game. I'm going to take the Titans. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna air on the. You sound portion. skeptical about that though. I hate this game. <laughs> I why, hate I hate that I picked this game. You know why? Because the, because the Titans need it more. Right. Their coaching staff is on the line. Their playoff hopes are on the line. Marcus Mariota. His legacy is on the line. He came out with Jameis Winston. They both look like busts right now. <laughs> Deshaun Watson came into the league Dugs. and just lit it yeah. up. And then look at Derek Carr, the same thing. Derek, Derek Carr, Carr, too, even though, you know, he's aggressive. Blake Bortles has been, even though they're in the same division, Blake Bortles has been playing better than him. Blake Bortles, the last few weeks, have been playing, has been playing better than him. Yeah, but he's like fighting for said. his job. That's why. He knows yeah, he's I agree. Yep. Soon. And he the defense be is better. So I don't know how a guy like that, knowing that he has a fucking, he has a nice, he has a nice running back that's behind him. Yes. He has a great defense that'll protect his fucking lead whenever he has. He is still playing skit like, like you're skivish. You don't know whether or not uh, can you break. Out. You talk about it, yeah. You don't know what well, Bortles over the last month. What's happened is that they're stacking the box against Fournette, ten, eleven guys, and Bortles is has to open it up. Yeah, he has to open it up. He's yeah. winning. Yeah, he's the last month. Bortles has been playing and out that's, of his mind. And that's great. that's one thing that he should have like uh, you know not only the coaching staff but himself should have been realizing that early on. And you know 
he's really like I said earlier. He's really fighting for his job. This is what he's doing. Because come, I still say come next year, Eli's not going to stay in. Fighting. I don't think. I, think I don't be... think Bortles has his job next year in Jacksonville. No, no. no. I, like I said, I, don't I think, think so. Eli's going to be right. I think, I think you know, if, if I was Tom Coughlin, if, I don't. I don't think it's Eli. I don't think Eli's the answer. I think Eli's a shot fighter right now too. What I think. Tom Coughlin and Jacksonville should do. I don't know if they're going to do it. I would throw the house at Kirk Cousins. Warm weather, quarterback who's competent, knows what he's doing. I don't. Th- Strong running game, great defense. I would go after Kirk Cousins, and they have offensive weapons. D.D. Westbrook, Allen Hearns, Lee. I would go after Kirk Cousins. But why throw the bank at Kirk when they're the, they're on the top of their division, right? And number one, they have an amazing defense and an amazing running game. They don't need. They so don't what's your alternative Kirk. to stay with Bortles? You stay with Bortles. He's a game let manager. He's a glorified game manager. You let He's him. He's a game, game manager who turns over the ball a lot. That's true. Right now, him playing great. Are they a Super Bowl contender? Not honestly, now. honestly, not now. Not now. Not what now. is what's your, What do you think? I think if he plays the way he's been playing the last three weeks, I if. think that's a consistency. If, 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 consistency. If, 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 if was if, if if and if it was another bottle of Henny, we'd be all fucking drunk right now. True. Again. <laughs> no, but honestly, I see where you're going with it. Mm-hmm. But I'm looking at it as something where with Bortles, he, this is why I'm saying come next year. If he's going to have a secure job at, at Jacksonville, if they're going to give him a, uh, the, the reliability, we give him one more year. I think they bring in a guy like Eli who's been there and he'll, back, he'll be his backup. I think Co- and Coughlin will, be, Coughlin will be the guy who will sit there and convince Eli, like, I, listen, you're about to go out. Mentor? You could you could go out mentor. You're going to get the X amount of money and you never know. This kid might fail and you could get it. And you could actually show and prove. You could be the Kurt Warner of a I fucking I can see that. I can like see that. Coughlin bringing in Eli for one year if him and Archie, because Archie pulls a lot of strings, yeah. if they decide to leave New York, which is very possible because I see the Giants drafting one of these two uh, quarterbacks coming out of college. I can see that happening. Oh, I, I think I think I, so I, I see it. I see it. If they finish in the top two of worst records, they're drafting Darnold or Rosen, which oh, is which will be the greatest thing the fa- the, the the Giants franchise could do. I would, I would, from I one would franchise quarterback to another. Fucking, to I will bump that kid up from fucking um, Penn State, the fucking running back, because of fucking no. Why backs, not? Running backs don't win championships. Quarterbacks. Let do. me tell you something. The, the fucking Giants haven't had a, a legitimate running back since. It's the scheme. Name the last them, time they won it, they had Brandon. But, Brandon but it's the scheme. It's the scheme. This right. It's it's all about it's all about defense first, and we run the ball. Quarterbacks win Super Bowls. Exactly. Not running backs. Okay. The New England Patriots have proven that okay. you don't need skill position players. You need an all time. No, no. That, Dallas has also proven that without fucking Ezekiel. True. Ezekiel right there. Yeah, they fucking they've been. Dak Prescott looked pretty good last week. Yeah, it took him how long? And look what the defense he played against. Well, they had to adjust. They had okay. to adjust. Well, you know, why we grant that? Go back to your young <laughs> Okay, to I'm taking the Tennessee Titans. All they got to do is win. All they got to do is win. Tennessee Titans, they need it more. I'm taking Tennessee, okay? At the 49ers on the road. Last game of the week, 10-3 and Patriots at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Ooh, the game of the game. week. Steelers are 11-2. and two. That's week. a tough game. I'm being <laughs> ballsy this week. <laughs> well, being 10 3, he is being real ballsy That's a tough game. I'm, I'm, I'm being, when the all right. Kansas City, Kansas Kansas City Los yeah, Angeles, yeah. and now yes. Pittsburgh, New England. These are tough games. Those when the Henny's in the system, <laughs> ain't no telling while I pick them or I miss them. <laughs> Yes, but this this is this is what I do. This is what I do. I go on the radio and I pick good, tough defensive games. I'm taking the Patriots. The Patriots are ten and three. At the Steelers, who are eleven and two. Patriots are actually minus three in this game. Uh-huh. They're minus three. They're favorite. If you're gonna pick them, they gotta win by four. They gotta win by four. I'm taking the Steelers. How about that? I would take it too. I like it. To be honest, this I was, game, that's a, that's a nice this game. game is so important. 
This game decides who has the home field advantage in the AFC. It decides who has the home field advantage in the AFC. If the Pittsburgh Steelers have to go into Foxborough, I don't care what weapons they have. They're going to lose that game because Belichick is a better coach. No, I would take it to okay? that. I think that's a, but, that's a nice give me So they're up one game on them right now. So this is a must win for the Steelers to have home field advantage. Come to Pittsburgh. They can beat Pitt, they can beat New England in a playoff game if the game is in Pittsburgh. Okay, Belichick is the greatest in-game coach of all time. He makes adjustments that just are on another level. Okay, so even more facts to point towards the Steelers needing this game. The Steelers need this game more. Okay, Le'Veon Bell should eat. What does Belichick do? More than any other quarterback. He's going to take your best player. He's going to take your great fucking point, Steve. That's why we believe. (laughs) That you're a good asset to this group. (laughs) Belichick takes away your best weapon. Now, if you're the Steelers, if you're Belichick, as a matter of fact, what do you take away? What do you take away, Jay? You take away Antonio Brown? You take away Le'Veon Bell? Pick your poison. You pick your poison. Yeah. Now, now you got up and crow, you got up and coming guys like Juju that's coming up there. You got now, you know, now you, it's, it's, yeah, you 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 got to you, you got to really you take work. Would you, you would you work. try yes, would you yes. try to focus and take away Antonio Brown or would you try to take away Le'Veon Bell? No, no, that but that's you bring up a good point. There's there's more than that. There's there's a lot more that that if my only my only hiccup is that what Roethlisberger are we going to get? That's the mm. only hiccup that we get because you get the Roethlisberger that could be um, twenty one out of fucking thirty two, or we get the Roethlisberger who's seventeen. But you know what I like about Roethlisberger? Yeah, exactly. You know what I like about Roethlisberger? and you got a, a fucking a Patriots defense that's, that wakes up out of nowhere. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> exactly. It's weird. It's a tough team with too. Yes, yeah, that's, it's that's, gonna that's, be tough. That was a tremendous loss because he he's the captain of that linebacking core. Do you know what? Need it for the website. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Pittsburgh Steelers take on the personality of their coach like most teams. Mm-hmm. Tomlin is highly emotional, mm-hmm. and they'll be revved up for this game, and they're on a winning streak, okay? I think that Belichick is going to try to take away Antonio Brown. Mm-hmm. Look for Le'Veon Bell to eat, not in the running game, mm-hmm. but watch out for him in the passing game. Did you see what Ken- Kenyon Drake just did to the New England Patriots? He ate over yeah. 100-plus all-purpose yards. Running, catching, touchdown. Okay, look for the Steelers to duplicate that performance. I am taking the Steelers not to lose by four. They can lose by three, and I still cover this bet. Okay, so we got the Chargers, we got the Titans, two road teams, and I'm taking a home dog at the Steelers. Let's get this money. All right, guys, when we come back, we got talking sports and shit. Just Danny was being ballsy this week. Se, se parece que tiene pelo. We got hairs down there this week. The cat is dead, I'm alive. <laughs> All right, guys. Talking sports and shit is coming. Stick around. Man, we talking sports and shit. All right, so I got, um after a, a long-winded uh, pep talk with these guys. <laughs> so now I have... Uh, I have a dilemma. I don't know whether or not you can handle being a fucking news person anymore, Mr. Just Daniel. Me? Then, yeah. Because now it's like, oh, you got to... I'm never part of the problem. I'm always part of the solution. You're the solution? Yes. That should be That should be like a... like. 
your underlining for your porn name is like, I'm the solution. <laughs> just, just Daniel. Semen, the solution. Just Daniel, semen solution. <laughs> <laughs> Come order a bottle, $25 a pop. A pop. Yeah. I saw what she did there. So, yeah, because he's like, oh, you know, you need semi cut. Motherfucker, you know everything that happens in, in, in sports news. Why would you? You just look at the rundown and you're good with it. Why? I do. Why I'm just it? hesitant to go on social media. Why? Why? You think so? Oh, you, wifey, right? I just don't wifey, like it. I don't know. I don't like How long it, you been with your girl? Two years almost. Are you on social media? No, bro. You neither? I forbid. How I'm, old are you? 24. And you're not on social media? Social media should be That's your life. That's more disgusting it, than my offense. Exactly. <laughs> Seriously. Now, you know what it is? I'm not going to... I'm even going to lie, Jay. What happens with me is that I, I ain't even digging it. It's not even for me. I don't even <laughs> like it. But but you're a sports guy. Yep, I like. I, like I think with people. social media, sports like sports helps that because you get to. Because uh, I I was trying to introduce it to to Daniel was that you get in conversations. Well, we don't need social media anymore. We have Bleacher Report. We have ESPN apps. We have this. Yeah, we but have you that. know what? We don't but need you, it. But you still get to have that avenue in which you could share your banter and your opinions elsewhere, which is helpful for the show where you can pr- promote the show. <laughs> in case for the show's purposes exactly for the people for the fans listen I do the same shit to Maddie shout out to Maddie Meth fan man at um, TurboCatabula he's a Mets fan yeah he's a Meth fan oh so he's just oh, die hard. Yeah. he got the, he got the um, you remember in Shea he Stadium he does not have a tattoo on him uh, yeah I'm gonna tell no, you what the ta- he does not I'm gonna tell you the tattoo he has in Shea Stadium remember the um the outer rim of Shea that they had the neon lights with the uh like the the ball players, they had the pitcher yes, the neon light. Yes, he has the catcher on his oh leg. Oh my god! He has <laughs> he has Mike Piazza on his fucking calf. But it's not Mike Piazza. It's the neon. Huntley. Remember the side of Shea yeah, Stadium remember, that remember. he has that. That is very. He has Gary Carter. Let's say he's Gary Carter. Mm. At least give him Gary Carter if it is. Matt. Matt has he has the neon light. I, I have think a newfound cool. love for Matt. He I think it's cool. And a newfound respect for Matt. <laughs> you wouldn't do that. I'm going to buy Matt some Mets tickets this year. Oh, Write it down, book it. Me, you, right. and Matt. We're going to a Mets game? believe are going to a Mets game this year. That's right. Write it down what? right now. It's What's on that? the air. I'm getting the tickets. Danny you, know, you, know, you know he's been drinking, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's on the air. I can't take it back. I, to. I know take it back. <laughs> Dan, um. You know what I'm going to do for that? Write it down. <laughs> I'm, give me some props. Four tickets. We got we Mets good. Stadium right now <laughs> to watch. He fucked up because he's at Mets Stadium. He didn't say Seattle Field. So, <laughs> so, just Daniel's in the building. We got uh talking sports and shit. So, Daniel, take it away. Now that I've ex- uh, expressed my love for the Mets, <laughs> we're gonna talk about the New York Yankees. Oh my evil empire Jean Carlos. <sighs> you know he's Puerto Rican, right? Yeah, I know. He was adopted, and that's why he took the last name. You, you, uh, you know, right? Oh uh, yeah, whatever. You know, let me tell you something. It's funny because I was at I was at the job the other day and uh, and I had to pinpoint to someone that um Bruno Mars is Puerto Rican. And they're like, no, he's Filipino. And I'm like, no, he's Puerto Rican he's as well. He's mixed. Yeah, yeah. He's his father's Puerto Rican. No, he's not. So they, you know, they had the Wikipedia and the shit. I said, there's one thing I'm gonna tell you guys. I pinpoint my Puerto Ricans. I know it. I know my Puerto Ricans. It's like, um, who was the MVP for the world uh for the World Series? Uh uh, the, from Houston, Correa. Yeah, no, no. Carlos Correa. Was it Carlos? No, it wasn't Carlos Correa. It wasn't. No, the dude for, is from Venezuela. 
No, 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 no. Altuve's from Venezuela. No, he's the MVP of the AL. I'm talking about for the World Series. For the World Series. I think it, it wasn't Correa. It was somebody else. Let me, let, me, let me look that up. But in any case, I sat there and I was like, hmm, let me look at this dude. I said, his hair's a little um, not very Spanish. I mean, it's very Spanish. I said, his hair is very Spanish, but doesn't have a Spanish name. First of all, Giancarlo Stanton gets tra- the MVP of the American League. Gets traded to the New York Yankees. Oh, oh it was George um, George Springer. Oh, Springer? Yeah. Springer's not Puerto Rican. Yes, he is. Jerry Springer was on Channel 11. No, not Jerry Springer. <laughs> George Springer is Puerto Rican. His mother is Puerto Rican. Maury Provich is Puerto Rican, too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to show you right now. You're not even going to believe it. Oh, George, my God. George Springer is Puerto Rican. What do you got? You're gonna, show me, you're gonna show me DNA right now? Yeah. DNA evidence? Maybe. You know you you don't know what I've done in, in certain lights of the night. <laughs> you don't know what I'm what I'm into. George they got the Spr- human facts. Yeah, exactly. I listen, I <laughs> break the it car down. Facts, I, the listen, human. I pinpoint my Puerto Ricans. I know where the fuck they at. <laughs> Shit, you need to do your work. I don't know what you went to. So yeah. Um what are we talking about? Okay, here? he's Puerto Rican. <laughs> We're talking about John Carlos Stanton. Getting traded. Oh, that's what it is because you brought New it York up. Yan- to the Evil Empire, which is the New York Yankees. Ugh. Tell me about it. Let me, what I, do you feel about this? First of all, look, Springer's Puerto Rican. Look, it says right there. I don't know. That side looks very fishy to me. <laughs> look at the hair. Oh, it does say that. It does say that. All right, let me let me make some points about this trade. Springer's Puerto that? Rican and um, Panamanian. See? Okay. I know some Yankee fans are worried about this trade. No, fuck that. I know fuck other about, Yankees. Worry. I know the other only Yankee thing that fans pissed me are off happy. about this shit was all I saw on social media was, oh, it's over for y'all. All these Yankee fans came out of the fucking blue. And they, oh, shut the fuck up. First of all, they should have took advantage of last year when they were one win away from the World Series. You're right. Just because you get there doesn't mean you're going to get there again. They had the, a surprise season last year. I'm going to do the New York shit right now. Facts B. Facts B. <laughs> Hashtag Facts B. Truth. So, first of all, this to get he got on social media and now he's doing hashtags. <laughs> yeah, that's step yeah, one. <laughs> first of all, they only got him for Sterling Castro and some prospects that weren't even top tier prospects. Okay, and he has his contract. Let's talk about his contract because the Yankees want to stay. The Yankees want to stay under 190 million. Give or take. Mm. His contract has $243 million over 10 years. That's $24.3 million over 10 years. Okay? And it's not like Giancarlo Stanton didn't have other options. It's not like Jeter didn't have other options. Jeter didn't send him to the if Yankees. He, if it wasn't the Yankees, where, what, do you think, what do you think he could have, he could have gone? Well, Jeter had two deals in place to the Cardinals and to the San Francisco Giants, which Giancarlo Stanton blocked both. He had a no trade clause, like Carmelo. They gave him a no trade clause. This shit is so fucking fishy to me, man. But that's what you have when you give a player a no trade clause. He can dictate where he goes to. That's why I said I would have never fucking, I would have, I was, I was so against. This trade being done so quickly. Well, let's look at it from Jeter's perspective. Jeter is. Trying to get the Miami Marlins. They're trying to get their debt under control. Okay? He had leverage. 
But he lost all the all the leverage, all his own personal leverage when mm. when when Stanton declined the trades to the Cardinals and Giants. So now mm. he was trying to seek out other trades. The greatest, their greatest asset is to trade this big albatross of a contract. Is he good? Yes, but it's too much money to owe to one player. That's not how you win. That's not how historically the says Miami the, says the man, has win. Says has the won. man who had the same fucking. Almost the same contracts early on in his fucking career. <laughs> Although no, let me, the let Metro me not, mess. Let me not. No, but I'm saying let me not bust fucking um Jeter's balls because Jeter was actually a, a company guy. He didn't take the fucking um Alex Rodriguez deals. Like I, I, I give him that. Now the Yankees have a plan, and their plan was to get under the 197 million dollar luxury tax. Mm-hmm. The Yankees, because of their luxury tax, are taxed at 50 percent of their salary. So that what that means, young folks, is <laughs> if their if their payroll. If their payroll is at $190 million, that means they have to pay $85 million. No, what, my math is off here. Yeah. If they have to do pay. Do any math. Don't worry about it. Do, just any do math. Any math. If their payroll is at $200 million, that means they have to pay out in luxury tax 50% $100 million, right. which means Kansas City, small markets get money. Minnesota gets money. You know? Small market teams get money based on the Yankees because there's luxury tax sharing in baseball, which it's too complicated to go over. Okay, but I still my whole thing was like I I, I, I don't I really don't think it should have been something that was rushed this way. You still had time in which that you could have he actually could have gotten more somewhere else if you look at it and probably even got a better fixture. But it's one of those things that I I see where Jeter has. Now gotten to become this humbled dude that now has gotten a position of power that says, "Watch what I can do. I'm gonna mm. swing this pendulum." That's and a I'm very a, interesting point. I'm what well, now? Now I'm a dude that I, because like, a humble dude, a humble dude. But Jeter was a humble dude. But Jeter was a very smart person. No smart. And you know what smart people like to do? You know what smart people like place? to do? Pick. Humble and smart people like to do. You know what they wrong? like to do? Prove right? people wrong, maybe? They want to prove people wrong. I thought it was exactly. pick their spots. Yeah, pick no. their spots. They want to prove people wrong, and True. they want to prove True. that I'm a smart person, and I'm going to make this friend. But nobody ever denied his intelligence. I mean, he he played it well. He Especially with this, this Miami buyout thing, I think he I think he played it well. You know, he brought in the, the investors that he brought in. They helped to bring it up. They said, listen, you're going to lead the charge. Go ahead, do it. But I think right now, he was a guy that, didn't really like the limelight. He was not a fucking. He hated the spotlight when he was in his personal affairs. He never liked to, you know, be with uh, showing what women he was with. The gossip columns. He hated all that when on the field. His 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 issues with with Alex Rodriguez. He never liked to deal with all that shit. He always kept it on the low. And now all of a sudden, you are a guy that now the spotlight is on you. Now you're gonna show and prove. I don't know. It's a weird fucking facet. For he's going to build weird. things his way. It's he's going to take out that old regime and he's going to do things his way. For the Yankees, this is a beautiful deal. Stan- First of all, of course, Stanton for the Yankees. Has, Stanton has Shut 10 the years. fuck up, Yankee fans. I don't want to hear you no, anymore. This is a, I hate Yankee fans. Because they're spoiled. Shut this up. is an exactly. amazing. Back. The spoiledness is back. Jay, but they it's got back you got to let them have their day. And they're is, not, now they're about to fucking look in the lock into Manny Mercado, too. Tambien. Like, come on. This is an amazing deal for the Yankees. Oh. First of all, it's 10 years left. And 
He's 28 years old. The so Mets are going to be fucking order. They're going to fucking... Forget about the Mets. They're they, fucking, they might as well be in AAA. No, but they're going to do all, all fucking Met players, they're going to be fucking serving lunch Stanton to, is to 20, fucking junior high school kids. Stanton is free lunch. God, I, I grew up on free lunch. <laughs> Stanton is 28 years old. They got 10 years left on his deal, so it, it brings us to, to 38. He's still in his prime right now. The deal made... Stanton has a player option... After 2020. So three years in, he has a player option if he wants to buy out. Who knows what the money will be then? He might be able to buy out. Yankees might catch a break. The smartest thing, the smartest thing right now that they're going to be dealing with is the fact that you bring Stanton in and he's going to help fucking Aaron Judge to fucking deal with his strikeouts. Exactly. And that is going to be problemsome because they're going to be a problem. First of all, he's old. He's old. 295 million over 10 years. The Marlins are eating 30 million dollars of of that contract. So it's 265 over 10 years, 26 annually. This is a beautiful deal oh for God. the Yankees. Do we, I, I don't they give up minimal contracts. I don't want to talk about this. This is number. a great deal for the Evil Empire. Like Go see Star Wars this weekend. The Return of the Jedi. I don't want to talk about it Luke anymore. Skywalker. Fucking teach time. this bitch how to use the sword. Fucking God. Swallow it. Lightsaber. Next topic. <laughs> you annoying. Want, so you want another topic? It looks like I'm a wreck. It's in the hole. It's fucking annoying. <laughs> Fuck them Yankees. Go ahead, next. You getting into your feelings? Uh, I'm, I'm in my bag right now. Go ahead. <laughs> That's real honey talk. Yeah. <laughs> no bag. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. I just want to make sure. I want to make sure you're ready. Otani signs. Sign with the, he signs with the Angels. Yeah, signs with the Angels. What do you think about that? Shohei Otani. What you, yeah, yeah, tell, 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 tell him tell, about tell, it. Tell, tell, tell Steve about it because apparently Steve doesn't have no idea okay. about this. Clueless. Shohei Otani is an Asian ball player. I didn't know he was that young, though. How 20, old is he? 20, 23. 23, yeah. I didn't oh, know he was wow. He looked, I thought he was older. What, He's what? an Asian ball player, right? He looked the same. Wow, bro. This is, this is not a racial or political show. The views no, and expressions not. of what Steve had just said does not reflect what you <laughs> Disclaimer. Disclaimer, definitely. Listen, he signs with the Angels, three-year mm-hmm. deal. Okay. Now, this young man is coming. I think it's from Japan. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, this is Japan. Okay, it's coming from Japan. Mm-hmm. The, the pitching is amazing. This He's a great guy. pitcher. Whoa! He's a great pitcher, a great hitter. Now... What the Angels are going to use him for, we don't know. Predom- the, the the odds favor him pitching, mm-hmm. but they they're in the American League and he might be DHing as well. Mm-hmm. Can the question that we're bringing up this topic? Can a baseball player in this day and age pitch and hit at the same time? Can it be done? I think so. I think. Can so. there be a modern? Does he have the skill set? Can he? Did well, he have the stats? Well, here's 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 a, here's the thing that's happening. The best signing was that he goes to the American League because, like, um, yes. Danny said is that he could be a DH and on his off days of pitching. You don't have to start him. You could always have him as uh, – he could come in as relief. He could come in as middle, closer, whatever, a setup, and still be in the lineup, which is a mm. great, great look for them. Uh, I think what happens is, is that – this is an opening for the major league to realize that these this is a certain thing that occurs. The unfortunate mm-hmm. thing is that the MLB is so restricted and so old school with their mindset is that this is oh, I don't think we could because you know how many players came in this way. We I remember oh, uh, if I'm not if I'm not mistaken on uh, Flash Gordon back in the nineties was a player like this. 
and okay. they didn't fucking grasp him. And I think because he's Japanese, it's a new founded thing for them to sit there and say like, "Oh, you know, we need a we need something to boost the MLB." To uh, first the, the of all, the rounds. MLB does a shitty job of marketing their players. That's one. That's why they're third in the American race of popularity behind the NFL and the NBA. That's number one. Second of all, I honestly, right now, I do think it is possible to have a talent that can pitch and hit at a high level at the same time. I do not think this kid is the answer. I do not think this kid can do it. Why? I don't know. That's my gut feeling. (laughs) No stats (laughs) behind. No stats behind no that. No stats I behind it. Don't know. That's my gut feeling. Well, it's I already, don't think it's so. It's already it's already on the on the on the line. It was that he's uh, he came in with without knowledge that he has an elbow injury that might require Tommy John surgery. Exactly. He which, might he might already require surgery, which is fine because I I've always felt that a lot of in this day and age, a lot of guys who go through Tommy John surgery, they actually perform better after it. Uh, if they got to sit a year, it's fine. The Angels got to deal with it. He's only 23 years old. Yeah, and he's fine. played five major league seasons in Japan. In Japan, yeah. He, and he was used excessively out there. So it's, it's just something that occurs. Uh, I think probably He next, has a fastball clocked at 100 miles an hour. I think that I think in probably in an upcoming episode, we got to talk about baseball as well, about how they use uh, their youth in pitching as well, because it, it's. Uh, I've always had a, a problem with it because they don't have an understanding that we need more pizzazz when you when it comes to pitching rather than bring the heat. That's something different for me. That's something different for me. But we'll, okay. we'll, we'll get to that. Uh, but other than that, the signing of 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 of, of this this man is it's. I, I love it because the Yankees didn't get him. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck the Yankees. Exactly. <laughs> As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. I I I, I love that movie, Goodfellas. <laughs> just just throwing it out there. The Ball Brothers, not Lonzo, who's actually doing okay, as I predicted. Yeah, I said the, the same Lakers. shit. I said the same thing. Oh, a lot of people had labeled him a bust. Yeah, day. I was like, come on. It's too early. It's too. Early. I always said it was too early. But Leandro, everybody wanted to bust fucking um um LeBron's balls when he started off. No, bad. but I, I've 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 said from the get go, and the I will continue to scenario, say it right now. Lonzo is going to be the next, the modern day Jason Kidd. He gets players involved. He sets up. He sets up his teammates to win game winning shots like he did the other night against Philadelphia. He is the next Jason Kidd. I like this kid. He gets teammates involved. He's an, uh, a selfless player. The I only like thing that. that I do have to say is that if his fall is involved promotional-wise, great. But if he's coaching him, shut the fuck up. That's it. Because you know what? I've seen traits of him where he seems more distant as in a teammate than anything else where it can be that you need to be involved with your team. You're a rookie. You need to be involved with rookie stuff. Now, the okay. Lonzo's the most successful player. He had a great year at UCLA in college. Um, they went deep into the um, NCAA Finals. I think they made it to the Sweet 16. And um, he made it to the, to the Lakers' second overall pick. He's playing great. Now, you have LiAngelo and LaMelo. LaMelo's only 16. You got your, you got your stuff, right? Yes. You got your wallet? Yes, I do. Because he's talking about... Leangelo, uh, 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 sure yeah, don't get shit stolen right yeah, here, right? Leangelo, who, who's the middle brother 
not that great talent talent wise. Okay. I think he's the most athletic though. I think that he might be Leangelo? Yeah. Oh I, my goodness. Okay. I really I really do. I, I think he's the most <laughs> he's not gonna be the he's not gonna be the smartest one on the court, but I think that he's gonna be like a um I'm trying I'm trying to think like man. But do you see his body? He's the most stout. He's the most I think he'd be athletic like, I think, brother. I, I, you think so, but I'm telling you, I think he'd be like a uh, uh, a football player? He's more no, built no, no. to play football than he is to play he's basketball. A, he's a guy that's going to give you the flashy fucking dunks or like mm. the flashy like a flashy play. But as in to carry a team, I don't see him doing that. Mm. No, no, not at all. He couldn't even crack UCLA's roster as a rookie. You say that, but they he got on there. He wasn't playing. He wasn't playing before the the suspension and the arrest. He didn't China. even start. He didn't. Did, did, no, the he season w- didn't. The season didn't even start yet. No, he wasn't ready. He wasn't ready. He wasn't that talented. Ugh. Now, both Bull brothers, LiAngelo and LaMelo, have both signed contracts in Lithuania. The father has pulled LiAngelo out of UCLA and has pulled LaMelo out of a, uh, of a um, commitment to UCLA. And he's, and he's committed, both of them, to sign pro deals in Lithuania. Now... I don't know the last time I don't I can't remember the last time I watched Lithuania pro basketball. <laughs> but uh the Olympics? No one has. No one has watched Lithuania basketball in my lifetime. Steven, think about it. Steve, think about this. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you. Okay. What's your thoughts about Laval Ball in general? I think that he's a Good dad. I think he's a good dad. I actually do. You think, wish your father was th- like that. I think so Honestly, too. I think I would, he's a good father. I wish my father was like that. Well, rest in peace. Uh, you know, my father passed, but I wish. If prayers my, up. He's with. Yes. Um, he's with. Um, prayers um, up, Leo. Right. He's now. with Leo. Yes, my thank you. He's with Leo. <laughs> exactly. He's with Leo. <laughs> but like, honestly, I, if I had a father that was like um, Lavar Ball, I would actually be appreciative of it. I think he's trying his best, and most importantly, I think he knows his kids. Better than his kids knows his kids. You see, you see, you see their kids. They're really quiet. They don't talk much. If when they're, I said the same thing. Yeah, when they're with Lavar, I think they they're really in the backseat. They let Lavar handle everything as far as the interviews the is concerned. Thing. And I think he knows them better than they know them. The only thing that pissed me off about that was that um, Lonzo made a comment about Nas, right? Mm-hmm. So oh, t-shirt. He put his face on t-shirt. And now he made the he did the Nas. Sure, and it's like, the my Umatic? man, you're not built like that, son. Nah, you're not. You cut that shit out. You're not built like that. He came into the Umatic. garden. He wore a Nas shirt that put his own nah, face on it. I was like, it ain't hard I'm to sorry. tell that Lonzo, Lonzo, Ooh. not Nas, bro. Come Ooh. on, bro. It ain't hard to tell. This is why we at. Come on, where we at, man? Hold on, I'm not drop for him, man. There we go. We've lost all control of this episode. There we go. That was a good one. That was a good one. I like that. But I yeah. like I like what Lavar's doing as a father. He cares about his sons. Yeah. He was on the radio the other day and he said he said, I told my sons, I told them if one of them gets abducted, y'all all better stay together. If one of y'all gets abducted, the other two better not come home. Y'all better throw yourselves in the van with him because no, if y'all don't come home that. all home together, I'm gonna I'm gonna kidnap you myself. I get and that. I respect mm-hmm. that. I, I like what he's doing as a father. However, I think this was a mistake. I think Leangelo being pulled out of UCLA was a mistake. I think the decommitment of Lamelo being pulled out of UCLA was a mistake. UCLA is a world class collegiate universal organization as a college. Okay? You 
walk out of that college with a degree, even with a bachelor's, even with a four-year degree, you are getting a job somewhere. All his kids, I guarantee you right now, Jay, mark it down. December, what's today? Again? December 15th? Again? A second one. Shit. December 15th or 14th, 2017. He's making me use sound by Leangelo will, <laughs> Leangelo, Leangelo will never make it in the NBA. He's not at the I don't think both. I don't think either of them will make it. Lamelo Lamelo might have a chance. I don't think. I don't even think he that. He might have a chance. But I don't think so. It's probably just a reach by Laval. He knows. He probably sees their game. He probably saw something special in Lonzo. That's why he went so hard. He sees their... He sees his other two younger sons. I think LaMelo's mad soft. I don't give a fuck what nobody told me. Mm. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. Seeing as though that um, we're already in a festive mood. Uh, Merry Christmas. Let him know, Danny, what you got there. <laughs> oh, so oh. apparently, Clinton Portis drank Hennessy with Sean Taylor and Santana Moss before football games? <laughs> What? Uh, huh? I don't believe it. I don't believe anybody has done anything staunch that way. I believe it. I don't believe it. What's the crime committed? <laughs> <laughs> They're drinking an alcoholic beverage before an NFL game in which they're getting paid millions of dollars. Well, what happened is, is that apparently they they said to to get, like to take the edge off. This is what they've done. This is common because the one person that I've known has who's made it prolific in sports. Is a metal world piece. He says that he's he's done this before games and even at halftime that he's drank Henny. Well, this was the actual quote from you know Clint Portis. Price of the game on our way, we would take a little shot. Not like we're gonna go out and get sloppy or wasted, just adrenaline. You know, take a shot and you were done with it. That's it. Me, Santana, and Sean. We did this year and a about a year and a half before anybody even knew. We never told anybody. It was just, hey, he's a little sip. Take a shot. Bam. And that's it. That was his actual quote. Okay. So, um, says the man who's been drinking during the show. I don't have a problem <laughs> with this. I'm a strong and advocate advocator for drinking before any of your professional. Uh, if you're not a heart surgeon or a doctor, drink. Whatever. The Henny took the edge efficient. for me Whatever. in this first show. Is, is it working? <laughs> it's listen, definitely I, working, I, Jay. Whatever. Listen, I, I, I honestly, is there a problem with it? Probably. In no, because you don't want to go to, you don't start your job drinking, but um, I mean, listen, you're about to get your ass pounded out by fucking 285, 320-pound three, guys. Understand. You might want to get numbed up a little but, bit. But you know what? One shot is not going to get you disoriented and... um. You're about to go there, like you said, and play a man's game. Let everyone get relaxed. And I think it actually benefits the players. Band of Brotherhoods. Once again, uh, we have a disclaimer that alcoholic beverages is not condoned or promised by... All right, let's move on. So apparently, apparently, Zab Judah... The former world championship boxer is working with dementia patients. I fucks with him. That's a good look, man. What is he doing, Jay? That's good, look, man. Yo, and now he's working with um uh, dementia patients. Uh, he's uh, getting. I've actually been to his gym. They have a gym in um, East New York. Uh, he and his father run. It's actually a good gym. And uh, he he didn't have a a, a prolific. Outside life when it came to boxing, he's also been known to intertwine to not leaving 
the streets. But now, apparently, these days, uh, he's he's trying to get a nursing degree and he's working with uh, the patient, uh, dementia patients. It's a good look. I love that Zab Judah is doing this. He was a former boxer, former champion, great contender, working. His career is over. Working outside of his scope of comfort. I think we all need to work out of our comfort zone sometimes and see what we're actually comfortable in doing. Yeah. What is our passion? What is your passion besides our skill talent? I'm glad you said that because I'm going to be a lion tamer come next week. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to be a a zookeeper. That's what I'm going to do. Yes, and I'm going to be a professional (laughs) pet. Put the sleeper with my shovel <laughs> on my trunk. Is this such a I thing? didn't do this. Leo, oh Leo, Let's he's going to be a he's going to be a but pet. You know, youth, he's going to be a pet. I respect Zab Judah for doing this. He's I, acting as a, as as a nurse. I agree. Mm-hmm. Working at- with patients that are meeting their end and and helping them. I, I respect this. I love it. You know why I love it, bro? Because at the end of the day, God forbid, God forbid, my mom ever has to go because she has dementia and Alzheimer's. And she, she does. No, no, God forbid. I'm oh, just I'm saying. Like, I'm no, saying, no, JJ, JJ, like, God forbid. I was no, about to take it to an, uh, another turn again. I was oh, like, no, shit. no, no, no. God forbid. We want to make sure. But God forbid my mom has to go. You had people like Zab Judah out there fighting to make it easier for patients to have company where you know you can't go. At the end of the day, we all have an The irony is that he's in a fucking, he was in a sport that'll probably progress fucking dementia. Like dementia and also, yeah, right? no, absolutely. You can all go fuck yourselves. <laughs> Let's take a second and let's talk about the Giants. And I know this is a topic. Oh, you bring this up now? Right now, Jay. I want to address it right now. Jay, what do you feel about the Giants firing? Ben McAdoo and Jerry Reese. Thank God. We, we, remember, we had we had said it. We, we we were saying it. We were calling for their heads before that. And it, it happened. It occurred. It actually occurred. Yeah, it was it was great. And, and tell me your feelings about it right now, because I have a I have a very specific bone to pick with you. Okay, hold on. Um, let me just cue the music for because I'm so happy that they fired these motherfuckers. This sounds like porn music. They don't need to be there anymore for my Giants. I say the opposite of this. If not stay, it says get the fuck out. Because you motherfuckers ain't shit. How you going to disrespect Eli like that? Fuck you on the horse you rode in on. Yeah, right. that, that, that's my move. <laughs> Steve Belief. What do you feel about the Giants firing Ben McAdoo and Jerry Reese? We apparently know how Jay feels. About time. About, About time. time. About time. Ben McAdoo, I think, only had the interests of himself as far as making sure that he made a name with the Tish family and the Mera family. It didn't matter. As far as the fans are concerned, Eli had to be on the field. We already know what Geno Smith has. <laughs> Another one. Now let me tell you. What can Geno Smith do to prove that Eli Manning is any different? Nothing. Now let me tell you. Don't play that music, please. Let me tell you what the real story is. The Mara (laughs) and the Tish family own 50%. Ben McAdoo went to Jerry Reese. Met. John Mara and said, I want to bench Eli Manning. Are you guys on board with it? They both were. 
They benched him. Geno Smith presided to lose the game in classic Geno Smith jet fashion. Okay. Okay. They fired Ben McAdoo and Jerry Reese the, the week following after the you, loss. You, you're not gonna you're not gonna fire Mora. No, after the loss, <laughs> they fired him. They let go of him, rightfully so. Ben McAdoo lost control of the locker room. Jerry no, Reese no, did not hire no, no, anyone. No, listen, listen, listen. No way they wait, wait, they lost control of the locker room because Ben McAdoo lost control to, of that locker room. Listen, Gonyo, listen to me. <laughs> the way they lost control of the locker room was when he's already what. To what before the benching, it was like three weeks, four weeks before then. He was already expressing his untrust of the Eli Manning situation, which at the end of the day, you're the play caller. You're the man who runs the shit. Although Excuse me. How did he get his job? He got his job as a highly touted offensive coordinator from the boat. No. He so got why are you complaining for him? Maybe Thank you, McCarthy. He got his bones from being a highly touted offensive coordinator from working off the likes of Aaron Rodgers. I can get a job working with Aaron Rodgers. He had an agenda already. He wanted Eli out for a minute. He wanted him out. He was ready. He had he already for me on some real thought process look it, it reminded me of what Rex Ryan was doing with what he, what he wanted with his quarterback situation. He was such a M- Mark Sanchez guy. I got to get Mark. And he fucking tattooed the guy. Mm-hmm. McAdoo could have fucking tattooed either Webb or fucking um, Geno Smith on his fucking. Twat, I am tired. I am tired of Ben McAdoo. I am tired okay, of he, Jerry so he, Reese. So he's gone. And they both. Gone. I am tired of Jerry Reese. And, and I am tired of John Mark. John Mara protected himself by firing McAdoo and Jeffrey Reese. He was on board with the Eli benching. The views and expressions and since, of drunk Just Daniels. And <laughs> since the public backlash came on Ben McAdoo for benching Eli Manning, he used Jerry Reese and Ben, and ben McAdoo as a scapegoat I, I to let I them do, both I, go. But I do and have, now I, he's saving his a, own I, ass. I have, I have a question for you and you guys. Do you think with the benching of that, and we brought in um, we we brought in Eli after the benching. Was that a right thing to do? Because now you just squashed. You know what? His fucking. You, you know what? I didn't like the ben- the the benching of Eli. I didn't like it. I don't Me think either. he deserved it. He deserved better. But you know what? He is done. He is done as a quarterback, and he honestly, I don't think most likely he deserved to get benched. No, I don't think he's done as a quarterback, Steve. I think he's done as a quarterback for the Giants. Honestly, if I'm Eli and I had to pl- and I had to come back um, after the older game that Geno Smith took over, if I'm Eli, I'm like, yo, not for nothing. I won two Super two Super Bowl for you guys. Let me move on. That's it. But let me but move Steve, on. he let did move, move on. on. He did move on. How he he move carried on? the Giants. He's, he's he carried gonna, the Giants Danny, against the Cowboys. Is he not going to start this Sunday? Yo, he did start. He but started last saying, Sunday, and, and they were ten. They were ten against on? the Cowboys, and then they proceeded to get blown out. Eli is a. Sh- I respect. But it's not Eli. Eli's fault, though. I respect Eli. It's not Eli's fault. I respect fault. what he brought to the city of New York. He won two Super Bowls. He deserves to be in the whole. To of be the starter until they he move on is shot. Eli is a shot fighter. But, in his prime, he's never been right. a great regular season quarterback, and he is done. But then it's over. But then can I ask you something? See but you Danny, later. Let's be honest. Oh, right, let's be honest. You're a Jet fan by heart. You know what Gino could do. You had to experience which is nothing. Gino. 
Wait, no, right, but no, over Gino, Gino is trash. No, no, no. But I, what I can't say is that mm-hmm. if you were going to say anything, I wouldn't have not started Gino. I would have probably threw Webb in there. Exactly. That was the right answer. Exactly. But I, I, at the end of the day, what I said, what, what I said to myself is like, you know what? Eli's done, but he's not done in football. I think he's done with the Giants, and I think they should move on. I, I think I love it when a plan comes together. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, there's some sexual accusations going on at ESPN. <laughs> there should be some sexual oh, accusations yeah, having your hair. Because we were having a couple of those drinks. I and I think that maybe you and I have uh, some looks going on. You've been looking at me. <laughs> First of I've all, been looking at you. Adrian Lawrence. I'm telling claims- you right now, at TRSS, you're a good-looking motherfucker. Would you like to shut on my life? Well, thank you, Jay. I appreciate that. I know it's- I'm good-looking. I wake up and look in the mirror. It's not the Hennessy thank talking you. or the Corona that I've been drinking. I don't, you can't even flirt anymore these days. Honestly. Without well, you shouldn't be flirting in the workplace. Get, yo, Stop listen. flirting in the workplace. You shouldn't be flirting. Why not? That's why I get all my women at. <laughs> if Shorty if Shorty like it, oh, it's a wrap. Sh- uh, matter of fact, listen. Cute. All our young gentlemen out there. Shorty right there is a team. Please disclaim hey, baby the girl. of Steve Believe. I know you're drawing blood over there. Hey, girl. I know you're filing files over there. You should not. But when you bend over, your ass is filing something to me. You should not be following these dudes. I know you work in a certain department, but the department I've been looking for is that ass. Holla at me, girl. No. I'll see you in a minute. Once you say no, it's no. (laughs) Go ahead. Tell them again. Listen. Gentlemen, please. There are no... Sexual advances warranted in the workplace. Please stop it. Please stop it. Work just because she works so with you. Fucking boring. Just because she's <laughs> under you doesn't mean she wants to get under you. Let me tell you, Jay. There's a lot of women who have who live a, a lot um repressed lives very, at work. Yeah. Yes, okay, okay. there they do. Yes, and they uh, want something to spice it up. I don't agree. Some women like to be further on. They like to be complimented on. Yo, you look very good today. You look oh very beautiful today. Goodness. They do. That Regardless is not if you the place right for not. a workplace. We but, should not be complimenting anything on a woman in the workplace. Hey, how you doing? How are you? Glad that to see he has you here. Administrative position, so he knows his That's place. That's it. I am. I am. I am a staunch mid-level management <laughs> title, and I am telling you right now. Okay. I'm, I'm, how are you? How I'm, you doing? J- That's j- it. Jay, just a qu- little quick sign up. I'm a low level shithead, so I don't give a fuck. <laughs> if she's tired of her, of her husband or her boyfriend, I'm flirting. ESPN's in trouble. You know what in the club. ESPN <laughs> is in trouble. Adrian Lawrence claims underlining sexual culture and, 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 of and, harassment. And look at NFL Network has the same shit as well because they have Marshall Falk. Uh, Donovan McNabb like and Warren guys. Sapp. And you know what Warren? Everybody's Sapp getting this Me Too shit. Everybody's you know what Warren Sapp it. just came out and said he says he's, he's blaming he's, on the CTE. Exactly. <laughs> oh, my he's copping a plea. He's taking say, one lawsuit to another. I, I'll get serious right now. I'll, I'll be honest. Listen, it's when it comes to real official accusations in which that uh, uh, sexual con- misconduct has occurred. I get it. I really do. I really do get it. And I understand that this is something that needs to be addressed and needs to be followed through and needs to be fucking uh, 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 criminally investigated. I get it. I get it. 
But I'm also looking at a lot of these instances that's coming on is A, people trying to get some money or, or some fame, and B, some of these cases are just flirting instances. Everybody sit, will sit there and have a... Not allow a goodbye. Yeah, he had dildos in the, in the fucking desk, desk drawer. No, I ain't mad at that. I ain't mad at that. No, I didn't know about it. These are new developments right now in TRSS. <laughs> no, but Did that all, come out? Yeah, there was... There was and, wow, uh, what, was, what was he doing with them? NBC, uh, NBC, NBCnews.com, they had that that as one of those um, accusations. But no, on some real shit, it's, uh, it's uh, one thing that you can't even... Even with, you know, senators and congressmen, certain instances... You'd be like, yeah, this is sketchy. This is real. But the other shit is like, yo, you can't even flirt anymore. So it's like, now, now we might have to like really start rationalizing and looking at what we do. At the end of the day, I said, this becomes a thing where these accusations, these, these, these hashtags, whatever come, is because of one and one thing only. They want to get the president out. They want to get they want to get Trump out. You know why? You, but you know what just maybe, happened this you know week. What, but you maybe, know why? You know, you know why? You know why? Because no, before you, the reason why is because he's had these accusations. He has he has cases pending about himself, and I don't, I don't want to make the show political, but it is this is what something that it gives to is at the end of the day he has these accusations. He has these pen these pending fucking court cases, and they're not touching him. So he said, you know what? We're going to touch the media and we're going to fucking make sure that they fucking listen so that he can get it next. Daniel? <laughs> the president just came out and said, it's not the sexual harassment that's a problem. But he said, <laughs> and I quote, the woman, Give me a break. the woman get needs to get their mind out of the gutter. <laughs> that's what President like Trump is, just Like said. is therefore he sexually harassing Exactly. Them. Guys, please. Please. <laughs> The workplace is not a location for sexual advancement. Do not ask her out on a date in the workplace. Wait, 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 Do not wait, tell wait, her wait, that wait, her wait, hair looks pretty. Wait, wait, hold on. Wait, no, wait, it's wait, not wait, wait. appropriate. What if a woman was your boss and she says, hey, Daniel, I really like those how those pants Yo, half fit of the, half of the and woman how I... your crush looks on those pants. It's not appropriate. That's, that's how I got my daughter's moms. Like, oh, they're begging for it. Listen, they're Shout begging. out to Sully. That's how I got my shorty. Like my shorty now is like my, yeah. my ladies because I, I no, got it's no, you not know appropriate. It, no, but Danny, not for now. You know what it is? Is that Trump isn't in a, a sex model? He's not. He doesn't have the swagger. Steve, you know what it is? He know. carries. You know. You know what it is? Is that he uses his money to bring him and his business to another level that he think women are attracted to. Yo, him. And it's not the listen, point. Listen, let's be real. Just let's be real, man. Steve. We all just, know just that you Dan, like your director's kick. Just Dan. Just Danny was just saving his ass because he's an administrator and he okay. has to cover his ass. So I'll leave it at that. But thank you. What a pussy. Exactly. Jesus. <laughs> Act right, guys. <laughs> Get out of there. They like it. They want to escape from there. Let's throw a shout out to Devin Hester. I don't know if you heard of him, young man. Oh, man. But best return Dev man ever? Best return man ever. Okay. Devin Hester, let's give a shout out to him. He's officially retiring from the NFL. Let me give you some stats right here, Mr. Jay Santy. Yes. Wow. Okay. 14 punt returns is the most. In NFL history. Of course. On a punt. 14. 14, yeah. You see one a week every Sunday. That's an if amazing that, thing. If that. God if bless. That. Yeah, if, if, that. if that. He's had 14. He's had five kick returns in NFL history go for touchdowns. That's an amazing feat. 
No, this yeah. guy was it a is. mediocre wide receiver, made his niche as a punt and kick return man. You know, he special team special. And he is most definitely a first battle Hall of Famer you know in my he, eyes. I was about to ask you, is he a Hall of Famer in your eyes? He is first ballot. You know who you, he reminds me of? Uh, remember Steve uh, Steve Tasker? No, you're old. I'm not. Fuck you. For um the Buffalo Bills, <laughs> Steve, Ta- T- Steve Tasker was a defensive player okay. and didn't do well. On defense, but on special teams was amazing. Hall of Famer. Wow. Hall of Famer. So I believe that this is a, this goes to the same thing as when was the last punter have we seen going to the fucking Hall of Fame? It's been a long time. Good point. Honestly. The last punter or punt return man? No, a punter, period. Let me ask you this. Do you think there should be a special wing just for special teams? Yes, they should. I think so. I agree. Special teams? I think so. What do you mean? For for, for kickers and punters? and Any position. Any position. No. 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 Why? There's a fucking Hall of Fame for football players and that's it. Okay? Special teams is for Players who exceed at a certain level. Listen, any superlative kicker. Superlative. But it's gonna be a, contra- a good. You're contradicting your, your 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 thought about it because at the end of the day, he wasn't a great wide receiver, but you would put him in for special teams. For special teams, yeah, because he wasn't just a regular run of the mill special teams player. He was the greatest special teams player. Okay, that ever lived. but still, you don't just put any, the Hall of Fame is selective anyway. So I think that there should be a wing just for special teams itself. How many how many kickers get into the Hall of Fame on like first ballot? But kickers are part of the football team. Adam Venateri, who has the most points scored in the NFL, deserves to be. Yeah, but he's 49. Like, he's, what the he's fuck? 45. He's 100 years old to he's be. 45, exactly. Guys. So you he's, can put up those He's 45, points. and he's single-handedly won three But he's 40 fucking 37. Whatever. No, I, I get your point. That. You know, I, I can accept that. Even though I might not agree with it, You're I wrong. can accept You're that. You're wrong. There should be a certain... You know, I am never There's never wrong. been a wide receiver. You know, Terrell Owens... There's never been a wide receiver who has been MVP at the NFL. Terrell Owens, who's number two, number three, maybe number four in most records as a wide receiver, is begging to be a Hall of Famer. Uh-huh. So why a person who has been the best in his field in the NFL cannot be a Hall of Famer. You know what's crazy? Because I was about to hit the buzz on him until he said that, and I was like, yo, he he, he brought it back. Thank you, Steve. He brought it back. Because Danny was like, what the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) 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 Larry Johnson, former running back for the Kansas City Chiefs, believes he suffers from CTE quite often, matter of fact. Your thoughts? Yeah, I, you know what? I'm I'm glad that he's getting the he's getting the feedback from it or, or the recognition for it now or the 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 I'm hoping he's gonna get treatment for it soon. But this is what we spoke about earlier. It's like this is what it is. This game. Well, well, Larry Johnson is calling it the demons. And for those who don't know, Larry Johnson had a great yeah. two three year stretch as a Kansas City yeah, running back man. where he caught, he ran, he was a ama- he was an amazing. Running back. This was a guy that for a two, three year stretch, you would draft in the first round of fantasy. He was an amazing football yeah. player. It took over for Priest Holmes after Priest Holmes concussions, right? Yeah. He was an amazing back. And now he's coming out and saying, and, and mind you, he only had at most a three year stretch of high level football. 
he's coming out and saying that he's dealing with CT on a on a regular basis. And by the way, if it, if it is true, I believe it. But if it's not true, get that money. Yeah. <laughs> get that money. Listen, sure. I'm 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 a firm yeah. believer of of playing can injure you, but your personality as well, your injuries and your lifestyle can also expand on your current situation. So he might have had some demons yeah. before the injuries. Yeah, well, he could pick it back on it. Okay, Come here, I'm gonna eat you. I'm bigger than you. I'm higher in the food chain. Get in my belly. So apparently, <laughs> Leangelo and Lamelo are going to Lithuania. Oh, where is the joy? Everybody, put your hands together. Get them the fuck out of this country. Get them out of the country, right? Get them fuck out. Listen, I, 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 I. I I can honestly say that I admire what the what what, what Lavar is doing. He, he's trying. He's really, really trying. I agree. The the thought process is I want them all to play on the same team. Do you really think that an NBA team is gonna put all three of them on the same court? Never in their lives. Never. I agree. Never. I appreciate I like I said, I appreciate a father figure like that in everybody's life. And I just wish he was so damn ignorant sometimes. <laughs> it, just, it just sounds foolish. But you know what? He's doing. He's doing. He's doing it. I appreciate what Laval Ball's doing. He's taking control of his three sons' lives. Not everybody needs a college education to be successful. Lonzo's currently making millions. His show that's streaming live on Facebook is currently making a good number. And... He takes care of his wife who had a stroke. Okay, interracial relationship. He's a role model for such. He's taking care of his three boys. He's showing them the way to be successful. Work hard. He's banding them together all for one, one for all. And I appreciate that. I really do as a parent. But you know what? He made a mistake here. He made a mistake. Leangelo had a full four year scholarship to one of the premier schools in UCLA and he should have taken advantage of that four year education. You know why you know why I think it happened? Because I think to be honest, I think that kid is socially awkward and I don't think that he could have middle been. child? Yeah. No. Why why wouldn't he be? Yeah. I, Doesn't I think, matter. I think no, I think all of them are fucking awkward. But I think um uh, Lamelo and Leangelo, they're fucking socially awkward. And I think they couldn't deal with the 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 pressure the pressure, the, the pressure of it. Thank you, Steve. You're so you're so dope right now. Lonzo's been fine as a Laker. <laughs> Lonzo's been fine with all the pressure on he's him as the, a Laker. He's the he's the eldest, so he's he knows the eldest statesman. Yeah, the anti-ball. Yeah, he's all right. And, and and you know what? At the end of the day, I swear to I swear to you, probably 10, 15 years from now, you're gonna fucking see a book from him talking about how do I get away from my father. I'm telling you. He is the dude that's like, he looks like the most annoyed by all this shit. He looks like the most cerebral kid there. Yeah. Uh, LaMelo looks looks like he's going to be a train wreck. <laughs> I don't think he's going to be successful. I think he might make the NBA. I think he might. I think his body's too frail. The only I thing th- the only thing with, the, uh, with Lonzo was like, all right, dad, do what you got to do or whatever it is. He's like, yeah. It's you, like whatever. You saw LeBron but at the end of the day, he's like, oh. I'm still waiting for where the payoff is with Lonzo, not on the court, because I think that he's going to be fine. He's going to be cool. And I never doubted him. I think he's going to be cool. I think he's going to be all right. But I still say that outside of as in getting advertising and everything, 
It's horrible. He's gonna be bad. When they look when they look at the balls, they go just look at Lavar. And I think honestly that there's a thin line. Lavar looks retarded. He looks look, yeah, Lavar <laughs> looks retarded and and I think Jay Nafanon is a when in that family, I think there's a thin line between respect and fear. Yeah. And I think that they know going opposite of whatever their dad say behind closed scenes. It's fucked up. It's gonna be fucked up yeah. with him. So I think And what do you up. know? We got a couple haters. Couple haters. Anything else that you got there? Ooh, I'm gonna be a hater right now. <laughs> Rob Gronkowski was suspended. Suspended for one game. We touched on the what you about? What you thought about that? About his, uh... I thought it was fair. I thought he should have gotten suspended for one game. I thought that was a juvenile act that he performed. And um, one game check taken away from him was fair and just and right. And um, it makes absolutely no difference for the fantasy playoffs and for the regular season playoffs because the uh, Patriots can win without him. But, um, you know, I thought it was fair. WWE is calling You'll be there in uh, WrestleMania. He will year. be. I, I, I'm putting. I'm gonna put myself out there. Gronkowski, not out on the floor, versus man. The Rock. <laughs> Gronkowski will be That's in WWE <laughs> in the near future. Giggity giggity, giggity goo. Stick around. And let's give a quick shout out to Matt Barnes, who recently retired from Take the NBA. Take a bow, sir. Take the, a uh, bow, bro. The light skin thug. The How many years? Thug. Fourteen. <laughs> Wow. 14 years. Yeah. You didn't even know, right? And most know. of his career was in California. Wow, yeah. Can most you imagine that shit? 14 yeah, seasons in the NBA as a dirty man, as a journeyman, as a Kobe agitator, as a defensive guy who hits threes. You know? And his greatest attribute would always be remembered by... Chasing Derek Fisher on the LA freeway for glory. He's defend his children. <laughs> well, not only that, it was his ex-wife. It was also the um the the fake out on Kobe, and Kobe didn't flinch. Yeah, my yeah. son Kobe was like, "Yo, I gotta give Kobe. Kobe was a thug for that." <laughs> not even and a Kobe bunch. didn't flinch. He's like, "Whatever, nigga." <laughs> Matt, 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 Matt Barnes, the epitome, the epitome of a true role player. Yeah, oh, like, wow. uh, congratulations. Take a bow, sir. Take a bow. Yes, sir. Nothing for you. That's it, man. We gotta go. That's it. This is our time for this week. I will bring a full synopsis next week. <laughs> perhaps when I'm sober. <laughs> Big words. Synopsis. Steve Believe might be back. He's that, telling me Jay that he Santee, enjoyed himself. You. Yes. Steve Santee, Believe. I like you. that. I like that name. Is that your last name? Or you just no, know? that's not my yes, last name. Oh, okay. He was actually <laughs> born with the last name Believe. And uh, What did you think about it this Steve. week? It was good? It was good. It was great. That, that was, good. That was, good. <laughs> was it the Henny or was it? That was the Henny, the Rebels, a mixture of a few things, and the JMO. Perhaps at work. it was my well, back hair like getting ripped out. That's what it was. Perhaps. <laughs> all right, guys, make sure you check us out on all social media outlets. Check us out on Facebook on the Like and Group page of Regular Season Sportscast. Check us out on Instagram at Regular Season Sportscast. Check us out on the Twitter at RWJSNC and as well as on YouTube at the Regular Season Sportscast. Rageworks.net is where you get everything under the umbrella. This is where you get the sports, pop culture, comic books, movies, TV shows, all things relevant in your lifestyles. Don't bookmark anything else when you could get it under one umbrella. Contests and all. We're all there. Rageworks.net, man. Listen, you guys are dope. This was a good day. This was a real good day. Thank you for coming in, Steve. Thank you for having me, Jay.
Appreciate I didn't bring you in, but no. No, no. It's completely random. I appreciate being here, though. I had fun. Oh, good. You want to no, no, give a shout out to anybody? Shout out to. Oh, okay, we don't hear that shit. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel, you want to say anything before you leave? No. You're a fucking. Shout out to Leo the Cat, eight strong years in this world. <laughs> and um, I think that was appropriate. No, that yeah. and your, um, your social media. Just oh, Daniel. You, all right, we got it. You're fucking yeah. horrible. Just Daniel no 86 on Instagram, Twitter, and uh, Daniel Nieves on Facebook. Come check me out. Ooh, I may ooh. post one. Uh, so I may post one thing a, a week. So uh, just be ready. for You're terrible. All right, hey. guys. Listen, I'm not best for business. I'm best for everybody. I'm the king <laughs> of talk style. And uh, Jay Santi, the true MVP. Thank yeah, you, sir. Go. And we out of here. See y'all in um squash. The regular season sportscast with your host, Jay the Red Santee. Season Sports Keys.